Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Cool. So Logan, you're going to be mm-hmm. chucked under the bus here immediately. The music's still playing in people's ears in the background, and you're going to be asked to lead on this particular story. Yep. Rocket League players have reacted with anger to the news that they will soon not be able to trade items of other players. An announcement made by developer Psyonix revealed that on December the 5th, the player-to-player trading functionality in the game will be removed. According to Sarnix, the change is being made to bring Rocket League, Rocket League sorry, in line with other games published by parent company Epic Games, which also don't allow trading of in-game items. So you are the Rocket yeah. League man, regardless of what you say. You play it an awful lot. Not necessarily yeah. whether you're involved in the community at all. I suspect not, because... The amount of poison that must be floating around those leagues and whatnot and what what's lurking. But they've been in the news a little bit because there was Epic of laying off 16% of their staff. There was rumours that Sonics mm. was one of the developers hit by that, although mostly in the esports department. But mm. I wanted to just to bring this to, to a head because it's not often we get a legitimate reason to talk about Rocket League. And uh, this made the, the VGC headline... <laughs> news for the for the past week or so and i took those quotes directly from their article so thanks very much for that but what's what's going on here i I must admit i never even knew there was in in game trading between players and i now i'm wondering is there a whole content creating thing there where you can create your own liveries and is is that what the what's going on start from the top and tell me what this nonsense is because i've lost track of rocket league it was just a game where you use cars to score goals and now it's got all this going on so help me out yeah, so to be honest, I was trying to think of the genesis of where it got to, really, because Rocket League, when it was released, I think it's, it player trading got introduced quite early on, right? And there used to be, I'm trying to think how they did it, but you used to buy keys, I think, for basically loot boxes. I'm pretty sure that was kind of like the original way of getting cosmetics. Well, this was way before Epic purchased it so when it, back when because it wasn't free to play initially i know when the playstation plus mm. subscription on its first when it released which gave it a big yeah. boon but for the longest time you had to pay for it and then epic bought it turned it free to play unified all the accounts and yeah this i guess is one of the the, the long hangover effects of that 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 acquisition yes exactly so essentially there's a bit of a genesis to it in that they changed how you acquired cosmetics and all these various things. There was all for a period of time, a number of years ago, you would quite frequently go into a game, um, like a casual game, and all people would say to you is trade. Like <laughs> genuinely, it was like people just wanted to trade items quite quite a lot. And that's died off lately, sort of in the past few years, really. So that T Rex sound effect, could you have traded that? Or was is so, that non is only certain items that were tradable? Mm. Yes, so certain things... Uh, you would, that's poor, I won't do that game. No, well... You so there's certain... <laughs> it's so tricky. In a minute, and you might better get it's some tricky. going. Trying to. <laughs> it's still early. 
had a few beers last night and yeah. not had enough coffee this morning. And all those things combined are making it tricky to come up with a coherent thought well, pattern. One might just can... blurting in nonsense about T-Rex sound effects, which well, no one will understand because be... it's an inside thing. Logan had a T-Rex sound effect that he got from a battle pass, I, I did. think. Yeah. So, no, so this is the point, right? So right. I bought um, like a, a Jurassic Park that was it. thing years ago. A couple of the cars so in it, like the little buggy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, two Jeeps. Jeeps that's and, it. And yeah, so yes. this is what I mean. There's several bits that you bought there sort of has allowed you to be tradable and non-tradable. So my right. items are marked as tradable and non-tradable anyway. But basically, over the over the... The, lot, the number of years the game's been out, there's been this kind of trading eco, ecosystem and there were tradable items that I could go to someone else and trade for one of my items. And if you didn't like a certain item but were looking for a certain item, you could trade it with another player. <clears throat> yes. I think, I didn't know this, but I follow some of the, some big content creators on, on Twitter and they said originally to be able to trade items, you needed to have spent x amount like five pound on tradable items or something like that it's mm. that five pounds dollars whatever you want to equate it to so essentially they and i, I think when they trade and they move things over from the key system to the current system there was also a bit of a hoo-ha because people had paid for keys and yeah. like so anyway oh, this use is my funny. key yeah it's like well yeah, yeah, yeah use yeah. it so, now I think there's a bit of history to this whole thing, but essentially what they're trying to, what essentially this boils down to is removing trading means the only way you can get new items is by buying them in the store. So essentially what you can't do is I couldn't go to P and go, oh, you've got that one. I've got this one. Do you want to trade it? That's not going to be an option. It'll be a case of I have to wait for it to come up in the store, buy 20 quids worth of points and, and yeah. get it there. So the argument that's being levied is, A, you charged us and asked us for money originally to be able to trade. Mm -hmm. We did that. You ain't going to give that back to us. And then what you're going to do is prevent me from trading items to other players in the future, and you're just going to make me buy it all. Yeah. Meanwhile, we've been asking for you to do loads of things, like updates on Unreal Engine 5, like yeah. add different modes and develop the game. And you've literally sat there with your finger up your ass. And the one thing that you've come out with and done is take away saying that we wanted to keep purely... <laughs> levied with this kind of argument that it's a money grab mm. so it's not gone down well in the overall community from my perspective i've actually never done any trading right like yeah. there's nothing there that really like if you want it you would have got me. it yourself well kind of but it's it's just not something that i've ever really i've just played the game like, i'm not hardcore and into yeah. collecting like all of the liveries and decals and cars and like it's it's not really something that I've got into. If there's something that I like and I think, oh, I want that on my car and it's in the store, I might consider buying it. And you can get points through the battle passes and all that kind yeah. of uh, rocket pass and all that kind of stuff. But um, I think broadly the high, the, the high level feedback from the community is we didn't fucking want you to take that away. No. And what we want you to do is give us more content and content, content creators the ability to create more content in your game. And what you're doing is taking away one of the ways that we used to do that so yeah not not been positively received that's for sure no here's an interesting quote from sarnik they said we're making this change to align with epic's overall approach to mm. game cosmetic and item shop policies where items aren't trailable tradable transferable or sellable the studio mm. explained it also notes that once the feature is removed this quote opens up future plans for some rocket league vehicles to come to other epic games over times 
which Sarnix calls, quote, cross-game ownership. So mm. I don't know what that last bit's all about. It seems like they're, they'll, they'll be taking something away and giving you something you never asked for and say, well, now those that, yeah. that, that, that fucking buggy from Jurassic Park, you can use that in Fortnite. And it's like, well, I don't... I don't be wanting that. Yeah. I spend my time playing Rocket League, believe it or not, not Fortnite. I ain't got time for both of them. But the, the point of this, of reading those quotes as, they clearly are saying this is all to do with Epic's overall approach, Epic's policies and whatnot. And obviously they, they bought Sarnix a number of years ago. Mm. I think it's... I, when, when Epic bought Sarnix and did very... Seemingly very little meddling, other than making it free to play, which yeah. seemed to make sense. Let's be yeah. honest; it was like let's mm. get this into a free to play model. Let's do rocket passes as well. And yeah. I don't know how they well they've been implemented compared to other ones, but I've not heard mm. major <laughs> negative stuff. But uh, yeah, can you, I mean, you re earn it again? Is it right. got that? You can. Yeah, yeah the, the content. The you know, the the content and the items they give you for them are pretty poor like there's what can no you one do that... though it's rocket league like, what else no i know but it's like i don't know like it's all it's really hard to explain it's all just a bit um yeah i, I mean without getting boring people with all the detail but people tend you sort of get two sorts of people on there you get sort of people who want to create like these crazy yeah, one sort the dregs of society and then the subsections yeah. of these dregs which you're about to go into so get, let's get that right <laughs> so like, in terms of like <laughs> items you get people that want to create these like fucking ludicrous looking cars where nothing yeah. matches everything's <clears throat> luminous and then you get a portion of people that you see more often where they want like cool looking like paint jobs like um and make them look a little bit more like plain if you mm. like but they don't really cater to that very much i wouldn't say like realistic necessarily no. but kind of a more like traditional view of how you'd style a car like everything's a bit fucking wacky and yeah and balmy and <clears throat> there is a matter of cars to use as well so they, they the one thing they have been doing on there is adding like real cars so like this season you can get a porsche um but the way the hit boxes work there are six different types of hit, hit boxes on the car and there's one kind of meta car at the minute or meta hitbox that is used. And it's kind of like, mm -hmm. if you don't use that, you can't really use any of the other cars anyway. Yeah. And that's where they kind of are with, with the rocket pass. But they do give you enough credits to be able to buy it again next season and stuff. Yeah, um, it seems. That seems like the basic requirement these days. One point I did want to mention, though, it, that, that might have got overlooked is I think there was a bit of scamming going along with people buying and selling items and stuff. So I did yeah. want to highlight. Um and I think, you know, this clearly does align. Like, there's very other games that allow you to trade purchasable items and stuff. Like, yeah. it is a legacy thing from Rocket League from years and years and years ago. Um, and there is a bit of a scam piece going on. There's a there's a particular boost that all the pros use called Alpha Boost. Like, it's really, really rare and really hard to get hold of. And I think if certain people get hold of it or have had it, they sort of hold it and try and sell it. And mm. people might be trying to scam people saying, I've got alpha boost, give me X amount of money and I'll trade it. Yeah, like all this kind of stuff, yeah. I think sort of plays into it. So I can completely understand why they would want to get rid of this. Like it's a, it, it doesn't fit with any modern game in terms of how it, how you handle cosmetic items. But yeah, I just think the community feel like it's a bit of a crap on overall, at least from what I've seen. Yeah, I mean, there's one there's one quote here. I mean, these are taken from Reddit. So again, I talked about the dregs earlier, but 
This is these are the true dregs. It's lit- this is literally shitting on a big portion of the community. I'm not even gonna read the rest of it. I just like that mm. comment. Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't really realise that like trading and stuff was a big thing anymore. In well, the- look, so here's the thing about the internet, and here's the thing mm. about fans. I see it in wrestling all the time. The overreaction of certain things happening is just like nothing else. You get a real warped mm. view of actually what people on the ground are, yeah. are thinking and doing. And it all, all ties to reality just disappear. Mm. It just, yeah, it, that's true. It, and yeah. so you have to take that with a pinch of salt, but I think it's, it's right to at least call out where things are changing, mm. potentially for the worse, whilst also acknowledging that, you know, it mm. probably isn't the absolute end of the world. And I mean, I don't know how many people are trading, probably quite a lot, but are most people tied to the trading system in Rocket League? That That's the reason why they play it. I would suggest most people jump on for an hour a night to play their seasons, yeah. to get promoted, to not get promoted, and then they, they log yeah, off. Yeah, and that's, yeah, it's exactly that. that's yeah. the fundamentals of it. One last question before we go. Yes. Epic taking over and buying Sionics and therefore getting Rocket League. Mm. Net positive or net negative? Because you've lived through the entire timeline yeah. of this from the very, very beginning. I mean, you already had it free to play because it was on that fucking subscription yeah, service. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, I mean I, I, to be fair, I think I might have bought it originally when I played it on PlayStation. I might have had to oh, buy okay. it I think I missed the boat. But yes. it was about 14 uh, quid or yeah, something. It was, like, it, I'm not too fussed about that. I mean... Look, I think prior to that, they used to have some more... I don't know. The game hasn't moved on. Like, they had some new arenas and they've added some new cars and stuff. But, like, I don't know. They haven't done a lot with it, is mm. is the is the headline. And I think Epic have got it. They introduced the Rocket Pass system and they kind of made that a thing. And there's, you know, you've got the item store and you can buy stuff and that. But in terms of, like new game modes and limited time modes and things like that there's been a bit of variety but not a lot and when you actually look at the list of stuff that they've done uh, it's not long right and i think (laughs) that's what people are saying now is it's kind of a bit like a lot of the content creators i follow one particular that does daily videos on his channel daily rocket league videos and he's he's a he's a he's a pro former pro content creator map creator like it, it, to be fair to him i tip my hat to him because he fucking must work his ass off to do it but he even come out the other day and was basically like look i've been doing this for years now <clears throat> but there's only so much i can do yeah um so i think everyone's looking to to epic and Sionics and whatnot to see you know what are you actually doing because this game's been out fucking ages like how are you taking this one to the next level I think that's what yeah. what people want is to see some sort of um, investment and communication to the community on what what Rocket League's doing next. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll watch this space and see whether it has any tangible effects. Um, I always I always find that Sony, in their infinite wisdom, obviously locked this down and got it on their subscription service. Mm. I was one of the first big day oneers on the on the. Mm. whatever it's called playstation plus back then i do want to say i don't know whether that was more luck than judgment well i don't know well i'll tell you it wasn't judgment because you know that well maybe it's just timing but now there's mm. this i find it really funny that their initiative now seems to be we want more live service games mm. and they literally had a relationship built of this 
easily yeah. purchasable company that had a platform yeah. that just needs to be built out. Yes, it mm. was fucking years ago, but it just shows that passing ships in the night, if that happened three to five years later, mm. they may well have thought, well, we've got one here already. We just buy these guys and then plug yeah, that yeah. in and go. Same with Fall Guys. So Epic bought them as well and yeah. turned that into a, a free-to-play type jobby. And that was, again, another PlayStation Plus day one -er. Yeah, but, interesting, um, isn't it? How they sort of let them... I wouldn't say let them slip through the net or whatever, but if that's the sort of stuff you want, and that's your strategy... They, I guess like, at the time, that wasn't part of their strategy. Yeah. And then, mm. you know, a few years later, they're like, well, mm. we'll Imagine if this. they had Rocket League as an exclusive or something for PlayStation. Like, oh. That would be massive. I mean, I do have to say as well, one of the things I want to add before the comments go mad, say, is that there's a, there is a huge... There's way more available on PC on the PC version than there is on okay. like the Xbox version. So when people create in maps and there's like a map editor and people create all this good stuff, it's all done on the PC side. Um, but it's just not available to do via console. So there yeah. is, you know, so although Epic, Sonics, whoever it is, the developers aren't specifically doing it. There are people out there, and you can if you've got the PC side go and play all these funny custom maps and right. things and. Like there is a bit more to do on it, but on the console version, it's very um, a very stripped down version of it. Annoyingly, interesting. interesting. Mm. Well, we'll watch the space. If any updates come, we will, of course. Well, I won't. Of course, we'll probably forget about it by then. But of course, Rocket, fuck it. Of course, Rocket, Rocket League gets a legitimate mention for once on Idle Game Chat. Speaking of Idle Game Chat, let's introduce the podcast. This is Dimp Digital's flagship show. You've got Apps, who's speaking to you right now, who's hosting Logan. Is the man I'm joined by the Rocket League expert, some saying. Fantasy Gaming League Grand Prix winner. Some are saying uncrowned FGL champion, but as we went through last mm -hmm. week, still going to be tight and come down to the last game, most likely. If you want to support us, this is a grassroots and independent endeavour, so no silliness with corporate or gaming publishers or anything like that. Although if people want to pay us, we will take the money. If you do want to just support it from an independent perspective, patreon.com forward slash DimpDigital is the place to go to join the community. Hashtag hand in pocket. Little small update. We was talking about EA Sports FC 24, 5% downturn in physical UK sales last week. Now we did say that's a very small segment of people and so that doesn't necessarily mean that they've had a shitter. Well, EA, apparently, according to themselves have attracted more than 11.3 million players worldwide, including those through EA Play. So for those that are wondering what that last sentence means, including through EA Play, I think you can play 10 hours of it if you've got EA Play as a, as a subscription. So you get like a trial of every game that comes out. Mm -hmm. You get, I think it's 10 hours. I might even reduce it for smaller games, but let's just pretend it's 10 hours. Um, and if you've got Game Pass, Ultimate, EA Play is included in that, although you can get it on you know, the PlayStation store or PC, it's like four quid a month. It really is like, mm. that's the sort of subscription you'd let run by accident. Cause it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's mm. a small amount. So it does include people that have played the trial, but they have obviously never going to give a split for that. So 11.3 million players last year, a similar press release came out from EA. said record breaking launch of FIFA 23 that had reached 10.3 million players. Now, they didn't mention about the EA Play people. So they may have massaged the numbers just slightly there to get the extra million. 
and maybe there's more than a million people playing it via EA Play. I'll say all that to say that it sounds like the name change isn't really going to make a difference. I don't think we expected it to, but any thoughts on that? There's lies, there's damn lies, and there's statistics. Yes. And that is the problem. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, we've discussed this several times around the impact. I think it's always going to be really, really hard to truly ascertain what this name change has done. It ain't going to be anything material, is it, by the looks of things? So I in, think in that's all, it, it's almost not even a, it's a non-point, isn't yeah. it, at this stage? Yeah, I and I think it always felt like it was going to be that. I don't think it was going to attract, per se, more sales, just no. purely because of the name change. Um but I think there's obviously situational things we've discussed, like the overall success of football, how much people are interested in it, cost of living, like all these various things might kind of play into it. But yep. um, I think what we could probably say is that it appears to be a standard year and that that name change hasn't really had any noticeable uptick no. or downtick in, in impact. So you'd probably argue good decision not to renew it. Yeah, FIFA look like fools thinking that they... I don't know what they thought. Well, they were asking for more money than EA were willing to pay, which is fair enough, but mm. they said they're going to have the best game out there and they're clearly not... had no idea of how difficult it'd be to spin mm. up a football game. Like It'd be at least two, three years and who are you going to get to do that? So they look like chumps. And EA, yeah, I mean, we don't like the name. EA Sports FC 24 is a, is a diabolical name, but even with a diabolical mm. name, you can still get the sales in. What do you think of this? EA Sports FC is getting a turn-based tactical spin-off. What are we doing? It's coming to iOS and Android early 2024 and replaces, I mean, the, replaces the typical EA Sports FC gameplay. Well, it says typical. There's only been one entry of that, so they're getting a bit ahead of themselves there. With, with quote, strategic turn-based gameplay. I mean, I'm not going to rule it out. It could be an absolute masterstroke. I don't want to crap on it, but it doesn't sound... It doesn't sound overly like what you'd be looking for. But who knows? On a, on a mobile device, though, that's probably... Yeah. That's the... Cause you don't want to be playing that touchscreen real-time FIFA on that tour. No, no. I know people can plug controllers in, but let's talk about a typical... This is this is a mobile, proper mobile version of the game, not a ported-down mm. version. And this is really yeah. the only way probably you could think of doing it outside of a management game, but... Football manager yeah. got that tied up already, so there's no point trying for that. Mm. Matches are simulated with turn-based opportunities to defend, attack, perform skill moves, and make attempts on target, resulting in an authentic football, in authentic football action like never before. Yeah, like never before, because the game don't operate like that. Authentic <laughs> football action like never before, turn-based. <laughs> Talk me through that. That that is a bit of an oxymoronic statement. Um, I mean, well, it's true. It is never like before because no one plays it that way. Interesting. I'm, look, I'm looking at one of the screenshots here, captured in beta, and yeah, there's like a number of different. There's all numbers on the screen. There's you can do you can choose to dribble. You can do a one-two mm. pass, and it's got various numbers next to it. I don't know if that's points or stamina. There's something yeah. called power play on the bottom. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm never going to download this and even give it a try. But it is interesting. It's Son running against old Virgil. Well, he's going to win that. Is Virgil washed now? <laughs> I ain't, I ain't going to watch it enough. Is he? I mean, I think what's been levied at him is that he ain't the player he was 
few years ago, which is probably true, but they're still getting lauded as the best centre-back in the league. Is he better mm. than Slabhead? Well, yes, <laughs> you'd probably have to say that. That's <laughs> a low bar indeed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it's an interesting <sighs> spin on how to play football, but yes. um, I'll, I might pick it up just to give it a go when it's actually um, a full... A full release, just out of curiosity. Who knows? Oh. It might fucking pique my interest. Might That'll do, be, yeah. You might, uh, might you be your gateway that. into turn-based games, and you'll be playing Persona Five before you know it. I still, I did download a turn. There was a new turn-based game released by one of my favourite um, mobile developers, Supercell, and they released a turn-based version of one of their games called uh, Mini Royale. And um, I actually quite liked that when it started when it first was released. I was like, oh, this is. This is interesting. I played it for a few days and haven't really done it since. So no. it doesn't doesn't really seem to keep my interest. It might peak it, but it doesn't keep it. No. We'll see. If you do download it, give us a shout and you can have a little crap on it. Might yeah. might pass a, a boring commute quite quickly and then Yeah, that's what I thought. You know, get neck ache, but there's far worse well, things that can happen on those trains than neck ache, trust me. Once I've finished watching the thick of it, there's an opening. So yeah, that's the way to do it. FGO update, Lords of the Fallen 2023. This is the remake of Lords of the Fallen. It was originally called The Lords of the Fallen, and they changed the name back to the original title, which is Lords of the Fallen. I'm confusing myself as I, as I say this, but needless to say, Adkins put this in his fantasy gaming league. It's scoring on a 75, so his streak of getting over an 80 looks like it's come to an end. I think there's about 40-ish reviews out there, so... Could climb, but it's not sounding like people are completely blown away of it. And the, and the cap seems to be about 8 out of 10s on the high end, which is in line with the, the plus 5, minus 5 that we tend to, to look at. One mm. little review here from Wesley LeBlanc, Game Informer. 6 out of 10 he gave, so slightly below the average. Despite mm. a solid gameplay foundation, stunning world, and unique two-realm mechanic, by the time I reached credits after 48 hours, I was overjoyed to be done. <laughs> I did see that because I, I thought I'd see some of the reviews. I was like, it's never a good sign, is it, that when you get to the end of it, um, you're pleased to be done. I mean, to be fair, there's some games where I get to the end, I go, thank fuck for that. But then you can reflect on the whole experience and be like, well, was, yeah. it, was it actually that bad? But I think the thing that I don't often look at, but then I saw... One did a four out of ten, and another one did two out of five. And I was like, "Yeah, that's a that Euro game, a isn't bit, it?" Yeah, and that was. I was like, "That's a bit off meta." I was like, mm. "So," but even their review wasn't that bad. Ed no. said, "Well, it's a bit of a letdown," but I was that's like, the, "Well, you could be that's more Ed." The, that's the trouble with the five star system, isn't it? You get these twos that don't mean complete toot, but actually, when they get put into the 10 point it's a 4 out of 10 which below average yeah like yes well I say below average anything below a 7 these days is below average it seems yeah yeah, it's true, shit yeah. On. so that's the trouble when they start mixing and matching these different different types Atkins mm. I said Atkins's streak has ended but he's still on course he's got Spider-Man 2 which by the time we record next time should have yep. reviews out and mm. I don't think we would have necessarily played it because it had been Maybe a tiny, tiny bit, but we're not going to have any opinions on it. That's what I'm trying to say there. But the the, the reviews will be out. I think that's on the 16th that they drop. Mm. Although Game Explain dropped theirs early by accident. I saw that pop up in the Open Critic feed and 
They had, they rated it as love, which I guess is one of their highest scoring types of ratings they can give. Interesting. Um, the best superhero game they've ever played. They've quickly taken that video down because it's broke embargo. <laughs> so someone's going to get a, a bollock in there. Uh, <laughs> then he's got Like a Dragon Gaiden, which will be coming out later on this year. And the one I keep mentioning, The Day Before. Yes. So we're a month, just under a month away from that releasing. No comms as we record this yet. Been radio silence from that particular developer i went on their reddit community page and they're all basically saying this game's either going to release and be awful or mm. not release at all or be delayed again so <laughs> no positive spin available no well, that, the thing is atkins has got such a strong team that i don't think he needs this to score anything over a 50 like it's something it's, it's that ridiculous yeah. but if for whatever reason it doesn't come they delay it again he's he's chucked it because all we had to do was put any old toot in. It's co- honestly, it's cockiness and arrogance. That's what it boils down to. Just wants to just keep being out there and uh, <clears throat> going. Oh, after Baldur's Gate three, he just felt he's like I'm unbeatable. Mm. I can do no wrong. Well, I I would be concerned about that one personally, and I would have just got any old yearly release tutter in. Mm. It, didn't, yeah. it, it didn't matter what it was, but it's, it's an unnecessary risk, is what you'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh God, what's this? The day before is. Oh, sorry, I thought you said it'd been delisted. So this is from Yardbark. I've never used them before. So the day before is still delisted on Steam one month before launch. So it's just kind of echoing what I'd said there. That it's kind of gone amiss. Doesn't mean it can't. They can't just appear and stealth drop it. That absolutely can happen, mm. but. Again, if you're trying to win fantasy gaming leagues, this was this was an unnecessary risk. So we'll see how it pans out. He may be vindicated, or it may throw away one of the easiest title wins we've ever seen. This would be a real like this would be a real like blower, wouldn't it? I'd be so fucking satisfied after how smug he was in that group after that Baldur's Gate three. He was intolerable. So I will be mutually intolerable if this blows it for him. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll find out very soon is the, is the good news. Sony, right. They're releasing a new version of the PS5. This is widely rumoured. I don't think we, we may have mentioned it in passing, mm. but they've reduced the volume by more than 30%, apparently. I don't know what that means. What measurement that is. The weight by 18% and, uh, and 24% compared to previous models. Anyway, we don't care about that. It's basically a slim ish version of the PS5. Um, what's interesting here is that this modular design has come true. This this rumour that was being circulated is that you can go out and buy the digital version of this and then later on if you get cold feet and think, oh, actually, I want a disk drive. Either, like a, It's a Blu-ray player. So if you want it as a Blu-ray player, for example, you can go out and buy it separately and attach it to the digital version. Here's the prices of said items. So the full fat yeah. is 480 UK pounds. That's in line with what we've got today. Digital's three ninety UK pounds. That's in line with what we've got today. Now in America, I think they've actually upped the price of the digital, so it's twenty or thirty dollars more expensive. I'm like, well, good riddance. We've had our price rises here. You can have a little sneaky one there. I don't know how much. I don't know what that means to me. Thirty dollars might be a lot of money. It might be nothing. But people are moaning about it anyway. Don't care. Let the American podcast delve into that. There's no price rise in this region, is what I'm saying. No stealth <laughs> price rise in our region, which is what we care about. However, 
what they are suggesting here, what Jim's saying is, look, if you want that, if you want that full fat experience, if you want the disc drive for whatever reason, blue bit Blu-rays, or you might want to borrow the odd game off a mate. He's basically saying, look, you you get that full fat version up front because if you want to go off and buy the disc drive separately, it's a hundred UK pounds, which means that you're paying an extra ten. 15, 20 quid if you just bought it outright. So you go from free, yeah, free, yeah, free, free 90. If you bought the free 90 digital and then the disk drive at 100, you're paying 490. So you've blown a tenner if you just bought it outright at 480. So this is, and this is the last kicker 25 UK pounds will get you the vertical stand. Now the vertical stand came with the original PS5. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it ain't, it yeah. ain't the best, but it does the job. Twenty-five, twenty-five UK pounds, and what they're saying no. is it's compatible no, no, with. No, no. Listen, it's compatible with all models, so it's adjustable. There is a horizontal stand in there. It looks like a clip, so if you want it on its belly, you can do that. But they have the stand came with the original PS5. That's what they're, they're mm. trying to get at. My question here is: Is this crooks of the week territory? It's fucking bizarre, honestly. It, I mean, <clears throat> there's only one or two things. It's complete fucking negligence how they've designed this fucker and, like, modulizing it like that. Or it's designed to generate revenue. They're the only two possible outcomes. I mean, I can't believe the stand, and I'm looking at it right now, that they can have got the audacity to charge 25 quid for that. Looks all right, because looks good. The problem is, is it the the console itself looks shit, right? Mm. So that's the first mistake. The console's design is it looks shit, and it 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 doesn't stand on either end without support. Yeah, right? Xbox, is, that's to be a fair blow. to them, just went. We'll just make it a box, and now you can put it on the side or put it up however you want. Yep. And it looks better. It's smaller. It's sleeker, and it sits there quite nicely. And you got this fucker, this big old bastard sitting here looking like some sort of aeroplane wing. Doesn't fit in with anything, and I have to put it on a stand one way or the other. Like, it's madness. And the fact that they're modulizing that CD drive, the disk drive, is bizarre. Like, I get it. You wouldn't want to make the digital version plus the disk drive cheaper because everyone will just do that. But well, why, can why I even offer it? Can I counter why you Sorry. would want to make that cheaper slightly? Yeah. Because this this puts... I mean, if anyone's doing the maths at home, they're like, I, if I've got even a thought of using the disk drive, I'm just going to have to buy the full fat edition. Which yeah. is fine. They get an extra 90 quid off you. I mean, these things cost... Well, we know... The whole thing... I'm not even going to go into that because we know everything's sold at a profit mostly. And therefore, it's no, yeah, there's, no, yeah. there's no point saying, well, so it would only cost 20 quid because... There's literally everything you look around and buy in this room didn't cost what I paid for it to make, <laughs> did it? That is capitalism, my friend, and that so, is the world we live in. So that's not a, a valid point. But what I, yeah. my suggestion, my my fault is that there is an incentive for Sony and Microsoft when we saw those leaks about the next generation perhaps being digital only mm. and the next version of the Xbox a, a refresh being digital only is that every game that's sold digitally on their storefront, they take 30%, third party or otherwise, at least. Yeah. So there is an incentive for them to phase out physical sales in some way mm. because 
they haven't got to pay the retailers. They take more of a cut from the third party type right, of things gotcha. and whatnot. So mm. my thought would be you want to make the digital version more desirable. Mm. But by doing this, it makes it less desirable because it means if you change your mind, you're left cap in hand for an extra tenner to have a disk drive added to it. So it is yeah. bizarre. I think it is a bizarre choice to price it there. I mean, what you do is you just price it at the difference of the two consoles and say, we, if you make the decision later on, you don't lose anything. So that if you do decide to upgrade, you're paying the same as what you would have paid for the full fat initially. I wonder whether I mean, I just the... do it. Just do that as the default option. Well... Like this is what this is the thing. It's kind of like surely they're making their life. Like if you're offering and supporting all these different products, like surely that must, to a certain extent, just be a production pain in the arse. Or like surely you just want to go. This is these are the lines. Like I reckon it's water testing, isn't it? It's to see what the appetite is for digital only. Because they want to pull the plug on this. There's no doubt that all these fucks are sitting there, be it Microsoft, mm. Sony, done about Nintendo, they do what they want. But these two in particular sitting there going, right, how soon can we get rid of these discs? Because it's a pain in the ass for us to be supporting yeah. it and dealing with it. So this is like a little tester, isn't it? We chuck a digital version out there. Xbox mm. kind of skewed their own market because they made the Xbox Series they're so much cheaper that... A lot of people yeah. have just dived on that just for the, the savings, like more casual mm. or people that use it as a secondary console. So I don't know if they've they've got the right level of data there. As Sony said, look, here's parity, both the same, just that one's got a disk drive, one hasn't. I don't know what the split is between the two. The only anecdotal evidence I have is when I went in to order my PS5 to game all those years ago, they had several hundred that were available for pre-order. I think I got there at about like 150 or something. And I originally got the digital version only because I was like, I ain't dealing with the disk mm. drive. And he said, you're the first person to ask for that. No one else had asked for the, the digital version. Everyone had gone full fat. And I was like, that's interesting. Mm. Parky, I mean, this was this is more self-preservation from game. Parky went to order his digital one and they said, we're not taking pre-orders on that. <laughs> and he said, well, I don't well, want I one mean. then. And they said, well, we are. But... <laughs> <laughs> trying to like force his hand yeah. to buy the physical one because obviously from games perspective if yeah. i walk out there with a digital one there's almost no reason for me to shop in their shop for the whole generation yeah 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 and but also i mean you have to you have sony and microsoft have to recognize that these retailers as much as they take a cut on their games they they carry i reckon most of their hardware stock for the consoles so just to get the consoles out to the public, they kind of needed to be there to, for people to go in and pre-order them and order them. Mm. Unless they get their own stores up and running to be catering for this sort of demand, but I don't know. I, You see, I still think, despite what they want to do, there will always be a portion like me where I'm just like, I don't, I don't trade particularly anyway. I'm not mm. into the game trading thing. I did try and get into it, but I was, it really annoyed me. And the way that games are now, where they make up dates and add content and you know seasonal stuff like it doesn't you, you don't find yourself to sort of play play a trade like you no. don't play it and then you're done with it very rarely anyway biff does i know but he's the exception to the rule yeah but i think there will always be a significant enough proportion of people that want to do that that means mm. there will be a business for someone like a game or a requirement for a dish drive i mean this PC, when I had that built, well, didn't get it built with a disk drive. So it's, it's weird to even ask one. for one nowadays. I mean, there used, yeah. to, there used to be the 
even when games, like when Steam come along, that basically did it. But even mm. when that happened, there was still a contingent of software that you still need a disc to install using the disc drive. Yeah. Now, you don't even need that. You download it or you, they, you can load it onto a USB and plug it like yeah. It's basically gone in that sector, absolutely. Mm. So it's possible that consoles in the next five to ten years will, will end up going a similar way. And, you, you know, you can bet your ass that they'd prefer if they did. But yeah. I suspect that if that did happen, they'd find a way of, um, you know, the games, would they renegotiate their, the, the cut that the consoles get from... Uh, so I, I, you know, I don't think it's a silver bullet for, for Xbox and Sony, but definitely at the moment you can see why it'd be a, a, a preference. They don't have to bloody build the hardware. They don't yeah. have to include that element in there, do they? So, yeah. um, but I'd still be surprised if there were, you know, even if there was no console that included a disk drive, people would find a way, I think, to add a third-party USB drive or something like that mm. that would that would allow them to, to do it. I don't know. Interesting conversation. Um, yeah, it's gonna. It's definitely clearly something they would prefer to do. Whether they can actually implement it without cutting noses off to spite faces, we don't know. I always feel. Like, I always think I say this, that there's always one more generation in physical, and I feel like we'll get to the end of the next generation and go. Well, just one more. And it just seems to limp on, despite the the merger of. Well, the the emergence, sorry, of digital clearly taken over. I mean, we've tracked the figures on the European sales over the years, and that's gone <laughs> way swayed into to digital territory. But yeah, yeah. Whilst the option's still there, people are still going to take it, and uh, if they want to get rid of it, to be honest, and this won't, their kids will be crying here in this. They're just going to have to rip the plaster off and say it ain't available. That's the only way they'll ever snuff yeah. it out if they truly want to. But then, who does that first? This and is then, what I was going to say. It's and it does be... the other one go, oh, if you want your physical games, come to us. And neither can really afford to take that optical mm. blow. No. Uh, can you imagine if Phil did that friend of the show and all around good guy when we ain't doing, you know. Yeah, it, it, option. No. Uh, <laughs> I think they're waiting for someone to, to make the leap. I mean, um, the thing is, I think arguably for PC gaming, as you said, it's already been done. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just not a thing. Um I don't think it would be a huge stretch, but obviously the market on consoles is different. There's a huge trading and market, you know, as you say, what are the relationships like with, with the game of the world, the CEX is all that kind of stuff. And who knows? We'll Interesting conversation, but I think it will, it feels to me like it's an inevitability. It's a case of when, mm. not if that's my gut feel. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. I think what we'll see, I mean, this gen's locked in. You're going to see every, say almost, we've got Alan Wake 2 coming up, which is not doing a digital, uh, sorry, a physical release. We discussed that. And there's a couple of, I would say, smaller developers slash publishers doing that. And obviously the indie space is just full of digital only because it yeah. makes sense. So I think this generation will still be locked in. Like the big major publishers are still going to support it all the way to the end and, and whatnot. Mm. What we might see next generation, and again, famous last words is that less of the big boys do the physical stuff day and day and they offer like a limited run mm. type physical special release after after kind of the game comes out as like more of a collector's item than a a way yeah. to play the game well and, it's basically what it is now anyway there's no data on these discs anymore that well, i can yeah. see really they're, they're just a, a a tick in the box to to get a download um 
But I was going to say, you know, it's a good point that you raise about Alan Wake 2 because it might not be determined by the consoles. It might be determined by oh. the developers and the publishers, right? Yeah. They, it, they might lead that and then Xbox go, well, there's no demand for it. So, and Sony oh, goes, no demand for not building it. We can't yeah, help you. It, and um, I was actually thinking perhaps this is something that Xbox might drive through their studios Mm. through the game pass service and everything like that to reduce demand over a period of time um so like imagine if if a um a big release from them come down the line imagine if call of duty was digital only like a war zone mm. which, yeah, it which it is, is right <laughs> yeah. like but this is what i mean it's kind of like everyone not everyone's going oh but it's free to play so yeah. uh, there's some nuance to it but it's an interesting concept it's kind of already there and we it's, as it's we're already working to a certain extent yeah as we're having this discussion we're going hang on a minute it's actually more there than we even perhaps thought it was for for a lot of games i mean there's that you don't go out and buy fortnite right like you don't go out and buy apex legends like so um i think there's still you know it, i think the transition's already happening but everyone's mm. just got so used to this kind of single player if you like solo experience trading thing um i think that's going to be the more difficult one to to get rid of right yeah it, it, and it's probably it, it, it is a minority but it's a stubborn minority that you can't just and a vocal of. it'll be a vocal oh, yeah. one it, you know it'll be an absolute and in you know you can bet your ass all the vocal community will will be up in arms about and i, I don't think it's a good thing i couldn't sit here and say that's good news for everyone if they did stop doing physical because it wouldn't be it'd be bad news for a proportion yeah even if it doesn't impact me and you know i well, think we keep talking about this cashless society and you as you always say give me the options even if i'm not going to use it i want the options yes. to spend that cash same here i want the option to yeah to send adkins to spend his 70 quid and i'll just profit <laughs> for nothing that's what i want yeah. to continue yes. but they don't want that and this is of where there's not. that this is where the conflict comes in is that it's like as a consumer, you want to be able to go. I want to be able to go to you and go. Can I borrow that? And you go, yeah. yeah. Yep. Like, uh, and you benefit, but obviously the company doesn't benefit because no. they know people are borrowing bloody games. Yeah. Like, so it's not working for them, is it? No. I should say actually, the the new version of the PS5 do come with one terabyte SSD. At at moment, it's eight two five. So you're getting a little memory upgrade there, and people have criticised the 825, which leaves you with about 600-something gig once it's all said and done Yeah. because of all the toot that has to, to run it. Isn't the Xbox smaller than that? I feel like the Xbox is 512. No, the Xbox, so that's that was the S. The S is 512. Yeah. The X is one terabyte, which is where all the champagne bottles being popped was at the start of the, the generation. Um <laughs> And then, well, this interesting thing was it was actually an interesting thing to track because Sony made a big point about the PS5 having this Kraken um, compression, which meant the games should be smaller on the PS5, and therefore yeah. you don't need as much space. I think on balance, if you did the maths, that you're better off having the Xbox if you're worried about storage because even though they take up a bit more room, it ain't quite it ain't quite enough to to worry about losing yeah, you know, yeah. 100 odd gig but this does have one terabyte ssd with it so you know in our market we've had no stealth price increase unlike some other markets there's something to be had there. there's a little brucey bonus there but then you've lost the stand so you're going to be paying 25 uk pounds of that one word Why answer have they done that 
Oh, did I miss? Did you say why they've done that? There's no reason for that. As far well, it's adjustable. So can he, it, it looks I, a bit I, more I premium, him, but that's all I'm going to say. I, you, you can get it now if you wanted, and it would fit your your PS5, but it'd also fit the new version. So the only thing I can think of is that they they're trying to. I mean, it's bollocks. It should be it's something like this at a base level should be included with the fucking console. So it, how are you going to stand it up then? Well, you don't be standing it up. It goes in its belly unless you buy this thing. So you can put it on its gut. It comes with some <laughs> some fucking clip. But if you want it standing up where it takes up less room, in my opinion, because it's so fucking big, then you need this stand for 25 UK pounds. So one word answer... Sony, are they crooks of the week? For that, yes. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I didn't yeah. realise that it didn't come with anything well, other than just belly option. Belly option or nothing, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and praise the stand I got with this one. It was it was diabolical, <laughs> but it works, it's functional. It doesn't it doesn't need to be anything else. So why not just include some just locked plastic shitter that fits only the slim model? I mean, I'm looking at the fucking stand and it's like either side, it goes a couple of inches. So if you're talking about trying to make this thing slim, then you're giving it a great big stand that's making it wider at the base. It actually looks worse, though. Yeah. Like the slim version actually looks worse. The stand does look better. It looks looks nice. It's got a bit of silver. I bet that's not real fucking metal or anything. No. It looks, at least aesthetically, looks nice. But... A black piece of plastic would have been fine that just functionally put it up yeah. in, on its fucking standing up option. But nope, Jim it's, says it 25. It looks like it's going to fucking topple over. Yeah. Is I mean, it? To be honest, this thing, yeah, take a bit of a push to knock that over, actually. It's pretty standard. The only thing I don't like about the Xbox whilst we're criticising stands is, yes, you don't need the stand, but it annoys me that when I have it up on its, you know, I have it vertical, that yeah. the feet that that are existent for when you put it horizontally, yeah. it just poke out the side. So that's just the yeah, eyesore of mine yeah. that's annoyed me for yeah. three years. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. <laughs> enough of Sony. They're crooks of the reek officially. Here we go. The big one potentially, but not quite the big one because this is a fast-moving story. The UK's Competitions and Market Authority, the CMA, has officially approved Microsoft's proposed active, uh, acquisition of Activision Blizzard king so we're not going to go diving deep into this because as we record it's not officially been closed the suggestion is it could close in a matter of hours so we could be just hours out from doing this the press off the press and probably next by the by the next episode i would Mm. assume that it's closed and i've got my fucking money off phil for these shares So that's as far as I'm concerned. When that money's in my fucking account, that's when I know it's definitely happened. So yeah, it's like that. By the time you listen to this, it's all done. It's all song and dance, and you've seen the press releases. And but we'll probably spend most of the next episode, depending on what happens, just talking about the impacts of that. Um, I did want to read a quote from the the CMA or a few quotes from the CMA here on the closure of this. The new deal will stop Microsoft. This is from the CMA, I should say. The new deal will stop Microsoft from locking up competition in cloud gaming as this market takes off, preserving competition prices and services for the UK cloud gaming customers. It will allow Ubisoft, because this is all talking about them giving out the rights to Activision games, for Ubisoft to have the cloud rights. So this is a a restructure of the deal. It's something the CMA asked for and 
Microsoft bent over to, to do to make the deal happen. It's a small concession, but it was a concession nonetheless. It will allow Ubisoft to offer Activision's content under any business model, including through multi-game subscription services. It will also help ensure that cloud gaming providers will be able to use non-Windows operating systems for Activision content, reducing the costs and increasing efficiency. In somewhat appointed statement, CMA Chief Executive Sarah Cardell acknowledged that the deal was now free to proceed, but criticised Microsoft in the process. Quote, the CMA is resolute in its determination to prevent mergers that harm competition and deliver bad outcomes for consumers and businesses, Cardell said. We take our decisions free from political influence and we won't be swayed by corporate lobbying. <laughs> we deliver... <laughs> Sorry, that you know when you see your hair fixes, you go. You've just chucked that in for legal reasons. We delivered a clear message to Microsoft that the deal would be blocked unless they comprehensively addressed our concerns and stuck to our and we stuck to our guns on that. Cardell claimed that the CMA should take credit for making Ubisoft a streaming deal, the, the Ubisoft streaming deal happen, and further criticised Microsoft for taking too long to propose the modified deal. With the sale of Activision's cloud streaming rights, Ubisoft, we've made sure Microsoft can't have a stranglehold over this important and rapidly developing market. As cloud gaming grows, the intervention will ensure people get more competitive prices, better services and more choice. We are the only competition agency globally to have delivered this outcome. So they're patting themselves on the back there for that. But, business, but businesses and their advisors should be in no doubt that the tactics employed by Microsoft are no way to engage with the CMA. Microsoft, oh, Microsoft had the chance to restructure during our initial investigation, but instead continued to insist on a package of measures that we told them simply would not work, dragging out proceedings in a way that only wastes time and money. So they're not happy with them. Pissy, I would say. But from Microsoft's point, you just try what you can get away with, didn't you? You don't yeah. make, you don't upfront go, we're going to hand away these streaming rights to the Activision games because it's fucking asshole, and in some way will we'll, we'll harm this deal. Very minor, but it'll be an annoyance for us. So look, you try and get away with what you can, I think. And yeah. in, in the end, they said we want you to do this. They went, all right, we'll do that. Now you happen. They went yes. So CMA yeah, can yeah. come out of their teeth bearing and say, look, we've made them make this concession. How big or how small it is, I don't really know. I don't think anyone really knows because we don't know what's going to happen with this cloud market or how it's even going to be implemented by Ubisoft. All I will say is that it wouldn't surprise me if in three to five years' time, Microsoft buy Ubisoft and therefore retain those rights for the cloud stream of Activision games and therefore it was all a ruse anyway. Um, I suspect that's what they've thought. Any thoughts on those comments? Because they are quite... Needly, there's clearly some ill, <laughs> ill thoughts between the two entities at this point. I found it quite funny just to hear them. Yeah, <laughs> directly it is. Just it's amusing because it's it, it's very pissy. Like it, it is. It, you know, there, it, there's some. They're obviously not happy about it, but it's like, what do you expect them to do? They're not just going to go. Like they want their cake and eat it. That's what yeah. companies want to do. Yeah. And they were the only regulator that weren't really playing ball with it. They've gone well. You're the ones that obviously look like dickheads here because no one else has called this shit out. Yeah, like, yeah. So we ain't going to move the earth for it. And they're just sort of like, oh, like <laughs> it should have done. It's just a bit kind of like, I think they've just had their nose put out a little bit. I think Microsoft have gone, well, look, look how fucking big we are. See how big your bollocks are. Um, we'll, we'll make the concessions that you absolutely require us to make. But, but we're no not. More. <laughs> 
but no more. Yeah, and it's like, why would you though? Like, if I, if someone said to me, go and run around the block once, I, I ain't gonna do it twice because I don't yeah. want to. Yeah, but that's, um, there's there's health benefits to that. You might as well do but it. I don't want to. I didn't want to do the first uh, one. You just made me. So it's good probably for you. a poor analogy, but um, <laughs> it's one that I thought of off the bat. Um, but anyway, I think you know. It, it always felt like it was going to get done. Mm-hmm. I think that's the first point. I don't think it was really something you felt like the CMA <clears> could stand behind too much, considering all the other regulators had ticked the box. So, well, FC, um, FTC tried, but just lo- they lost in their own in-house court to to block it. So they had a go at it, but even their own, you know, the, the, the procedure they have said you ain't got leg to stand on. Get out yeah. of the way and, and I still I still feel like the cloud gaming piece is like I, I still don't really get why that's the main focus I, I, I mean obviously I'm missing something but like that doesn't feel like it's, a huge element of where there no. might be I, I, I understand to a certain point is that they don't know how big that will end up being if if Phil's out there saying we can put this on two billion devices that mm. would scare a regulator to give them too much power to, to do that I mean, because cloud isn't isn't close to being what it will end up being, and it, you know it may never be mm. what Phil or what people have quoted in the past of it taking over and it being yeah, know, the main yeah. way people play games. But I can understand whilst you you don't have the crystal ball, you try and do something to err on the side of caution. Yeah, if, like that you don't have, don't know in ten years time how important it'll be. Then they exactly. go fucking hell, you prats. If you had to let that through, yeah, um, exactly. It's just look, a, I think ultimately they're doing it. You know, they're trying to do it with the interest of the consumer mm. in my naive world, right, where you go, what are they there for? They're there to increase competition and make sure we don't get fucking ripped off. Like, that's... Yeah. Like, we get the good element of choice at the right prices. That's what they're there to ensure at a high level, right? So, yeah. they're doing it for mine and yours benefit, in theory, and in a, a very high level. So, we should be thankful they're raising these things because they're trying to preempt future problems and current problems and this that and the other but yeah it always felt like it was going to get through they've obviously done the bare minimum to get it through and they've gone fucking all right you can have your tick now go away yeah. and that very much comes out in that communication yeah is a is a is a funny on the press release it, it headlines on the cma's website microsoft concession a game change that will promote competition so they really are beating their chest over this being a win I know a lot of people don't really understand what the CMA do. They think just because they've been getting in Microsoft way, they're some sort of toot. But they do a lot of things in the UK to stop those greedy bastards, whether it's the energy companies, these these supermarkets yeah. are being yeah. investigated for potentially raising the price of just food yeah. and household items because and using inflation as an excuse. So there's, they do dozens and dozens of things like this. This just happens yeah. to be the one that fell into the you know, the, the gaming sphere and people like, oh, what a waste of time. But it is important mm. to have these places there. Should they have poked poke their nose in? I'd argue anything going for 70 billion in a, in a tech Ooh. world should be looked at. It's one of the biggest mergers to ever take place. <laughs> Worth a look would be my, if I'm leading that, have a little look at that. And yeah. if, if you think you can come off in your own sphere as, you know, getting a game-changing concession and putting that on the headline, so be it. But it's... You should never be bent over the barrel. No. That's that's my view. So anything that risks that, I mean, I'd, I've got to pay my fucking water bill. And I don't have any choice over who I pay and how much they charge. Like, well, how do you track what you're so... using there? I don't know what they... They're up there, they're, they're scandaling. Look at the, well, look at the water meter. Allegedly. 
Allegedly, yeah, bullshit. I reckon that, I reckon that's the worst <laughs> one. They can they can be trusted, um, but yeah. but yeah, I think that, you know it's a good. It's supposed to be a good thing for the the consumer, right? And I think that's the key point to raise is that they they're there to protect us and ensure that there's relevant competition to drive price in the market. But so, they're just an arm of the Tory government, Chris. How can you let them? Well, they'll be there under Labour, so it's for the leftists as well. They ain't going anywhere. No, they might, they might root and pull out the people and put new people in, who knows. Anyway, so look, that, that's obviously a fast-moving topic. By the time you hear this, it's, there's likely more information. There's actually three different articles and documents people can read about the CMA's decisions. I'm sure people will dissect that about rationale and then come up with their own conclusions about you know, who who bent over and who didn't. It doesn't matter. It's very likely this will be gone through by the next time we convene and we will talk about the fallout of that and hopefully have more information about the plans of certain content and some some concrete data on what's coming when, potentially, because it's a little bit up in the air when it comes to the call of duties of society. Anyway, yeah. that'll do for this portion of the podcast. We are going to now transition to Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Logan and I doing the the groundwork of playing through the old Insomniac Spider-Man games in preparation for Spider-Man 2. Well, I was replaying it in that. Logan was just playing it for the first time. It happened to time quite well. So getting you nice and prepared for Spider-Man 2, which launches on the 20th of October. Nothing more for us to say at this point, though, other than we'll see you on the other side. Here we are then, back with some game impressions. To close out this edition of Idle Game Chat, you got Logan and myself, Apps, to talk about Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales. The 2020 launch title for PS5. It's also on PS4 as well, I must say that. Mm. Uh, but this is one of the games that launched on the PlayStation 5. Nice to have some launch games, actually, on the PlayStation side, because when I bought the Xbox... Phil served me up nothing. Shrugged is that sh- when that PlayStation come out? That is mad. Yeah. yeah it was. Um, it would have been November 2020. Madness. I said, I said, Honestly, I say it at work all the time, but that like, period, 2020 to 20 whatever, it's just, I've just wrote it off. It's just like I've just yep. literally just selected all. Like you do on a computer, you go select all, control A, right click, delete. Like that's basically what I've done. All that time's gone. It's just Mm. evaporated. It might as well nothing might as well have happened. Um, Yeah, because I remember the struggle to get the peer. I ordered it, and there was they shut everything down, and then went to like going all to go and get it from game, but you couldn't go in the shop. They just had like a table out by the doors, and Mm. they just handed it to you, and it's it's all a bit. Well, it was all a bit strange anyway, but that didn't, yeah, seem, yeah. Did, didn't seem that strange at the time. That seemed perfectly normal doing yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, there was concerns that it wouldn't. It, <laughs> we wouldn't be able to get our hands on it because the uh, the stores had been asked to close down about two weeks before, and they got away round it by sort of offering a, a hole in the wall type service. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, but Miles Morales was one of the games I picked up on launch. In fact, I got the ultimate edition which included Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered, and that's when I went through that game first mm-hmm. time round, which was actually my second time round, and as people would have heard, I've done it a third time round. <laughs> Miles Morales, 
this is a third time round on it as well. Because done it at launch or shortly after launch, then after ages, finally did it in New Game Plus to get that trophy and a few of the trophies that were allocated to that, but left some 100% trophies for what I was going to do, a clean run-through from the start before Spider-Man 2, which is what I did this time. So I started a new save, but this time cleared it all down to get the final trophies, not realising that one of the trophies still required a New Game Plus save because one of the suits is locked behind that. I just start yeah. a New Game Plus and just buy it straight away. And I was like, why didn't I just do that in my New Game Plus save before I deleted it? But, you know, you, you, live, and you, you live and you learn, don't you? Mm. Obviously, for yourself, this is a first playthrough. So yes, a real mixed bag of experience. If we look back at what the, uh, the Seal of Approval Awards we gave for the Marvel Spider-Man remastered. I gave it a bronze, citing some technical issues, which are quite unusual, but I can be letting them off the hook for that. And you gave it a, a great gold. So highly mm. thought of. And to be honest, I had previously given it a gold and I think maybe a silver before. So it's been, it's up in that higher echelon of game. It certainly has been for, for many of us here. Mm. Whereas Miles Morales is a, is a spin-off, really. Not quite an expansion because it is a standalone game. Originally retailed at fifty UK pounds, rather than the top stand of seventy UK pounds. So, in quotes, budget title being handed around. Although fifty quid isn't budget to me. You want to go below that, but that's how it was. Kind in twenty of... in twenty twenty though, was that? I remember. I think it was because I remember. I remember. Um, Demon Souls, which is also launch title, being seventy UK pounds as well. I think uh, they, I think they, I think Sony just went, look, that's what it's like from day dot. Yeah, mm. and then obviously Phil went, oh, we'll never do that, and then lo and behold, here we are <laughs> staring down the barrel of seventy quid games and Game Pass hikes. So you know, it will eventually everyone falls in line and copies. You know what's going to happen on yeah, that side. Yeah. But um, yeah, this was a uh, this is a smaller game. Obvious that well, not obvious, but that's one thing to, to clarify from the outset is definitely less content to be getting on with. But is it as good or better? That's what we're here to find out. I'm going to do something that we stopped doing in recent reviews, and I'm blaming you for this. Yeah, sort of, it's just to read the store page, give the background. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot we did this sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, I could have made you do it, but I was like, yeah, I'll see if he remembers and he didn't. So no, that's gonna happen, is it? So, here's what we got in the PlayStation Store for Marvel's Spider Man Miles Morales in the latest adventure in the Spider Man in, in the Marvel's Spider Man universe. That's how they're referring to it. That's Insomniac and PlayStation's little universe, Marvel Spider-Man universe. Teenager Miles Morales is adjusting to his new home while following the footsteps of his mentor, Peter Parker, as a new Spider-Man. But when a fierce power struggle threatens to destroy his new home, the aspiring hero realises that with great power, there must also come great responsibility. Classic line. To save save all of Marvel's New York, to save all of Marvel's New York, whatever, Miles must take up the mantle of Spider-Man and own it. That's all we get. It doesn't really give away the game as to what's occurring there, just Mm. broadly um, suggests a power struggle that's going to cause problems, and often that's that's the case in these, these type of games. But obviously, we're coming hot off the heels of the the original Spider-Man, so we've got a good reference point. And 
a game that in many ways is the same, but in other ways is different. It does tread that line, I think, very well. I mean, obviously the big change is the obvious one, the fact that Peter Parker's fucked off in this story, gone to on holidays, not gone on holidays, gone to freelance with MJ somewhere else. And we take the role of Miles Morales rather than Peter Parker. So in Spider-Man, the original, we're seven, eight years into his career, so well-established. Miles, we're sort of less than a year into him becoming, yeah. and getting his powers and being awoken to his powers and Peter kind of taking him under his wing and training him. From what I gathered, we're kind of at the end of the training period and he's starting to take him on missions and... You know, and then eventually Peter says, look, I'm going away for a while. It's down to you. So clearly that that particular induction period is finished. But now it's all said and done. How did you get on with being Miles? Because it's a different character. It's one for me personally, because I grew up with the cartoons, which I think were on Fox cartoons or something, not on Cartoon Network. And... Not once was Miles Morales a thing. I don't, in fact, I didn't know who he was really until the first game come around and people going, oh, that's Miles. I was like, who the fuck's that? And mm. I'm like, oh, that's the other Spider-Man. I was like, it's two spider Because I'd obviously fallen off the band yeah. completely. So I had no idea who he was. But for you, trading in Peter for Miles, upgrade or downgrade? I don't, <laughs> don't know. I mean, it, I think I referenced in our other, other review on Spider-Man is that I liked the fact that it went straight into it and you're this... Like the best thing about being Spider-Man is just being this powerful superhero, right? And you've obviously, you know, being Miles, you're a 17-year-old, you know, struggler. Yeah, struggling with personal stuff, school and various other different things. You kind of like still feel like he's a little bit vulnerable. So when you first sort of pick it up, you're sort of like, "Mm." Hmm. I don't really know how much like how powerful I am, if that makes sense. And neither does he, though. So you're kind of no. going on that journey together, right? Yeah. Um, and he's still figuring figuring out what his powers are and stuff. But um, I, overall, really enjoyed Miles' character and the mm. way that they're portraying him. Um, he's obviously got some vulnerability about him that I like, and... Ganky, I think, is a good little replacement for for MJ. Um, yeah, you've kind of got this. Like, I, I liked the fact, actually, weirdly, conversely from what I said before, I liked the vulnerability and going through this journey where you start off a little bit vulnerable, but it feels like you soon pick up pace and yeah. power. Like, yeah. I think it, it does that well, where it's kind of like a little bit vulnerable. You do a few training bits, and you quickly. You're quickly getting up to speed with it all. Um, and I I really enjoyed playing through the story in this. Um, I mm. actually think it's a really, really compelling story. Um, and I don't really want to go into it with spoilers, but I don't know. You know, you think like the whole story in, in Spider-Man with Doc Ock and mm. like it's always the one closest to you sort of thing. I was a bit like, I, I mean, it's really powerful in this story. Like, I like it, but I kind of just want to be a bit disassociated from mm. from that boss. I think that's the one thing that I'm looking for. But I kind of expect that I'm not going to get that in the next one. Um, <laughs> I just it's just the way Spider Man appears to be. Um, but yeah, He's ma- making I, friends with all these assholes. Not a very good judge of character, is he? 
concern. Ben didn't teach him that before yeah. he fell down the stairs or whatever happened to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed playing as Miles. Um, you know, I think the way that they build out his character and stuff from Spider-Man and in, into this kind of standalone game, um, it, you, you kind of get to know him and what he's about and everything. And uh, I, I, I like it. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, like you, I, the only time or the first time I was introduced to Miles itself was in the, you know, that Netflix film, um, Into the Spider-Verse? Mm, but one of the animated I think it's, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the first time I'd kind of come across um, Miles Morales and that character and the whole sort of this other universe of other Spider-Men and women and stuff. And I was a bit like... This is all a bit strange. Yeah. But uh, I do quite like this dual Spider-Man. It's a little bit strange for me. Like, it doesn't... Because it, it doesn't sit well with everything that I've known. But I think it's quite a good development for it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think one of the... Definitely in replaying it, one of the strengths is how well they delivered on Miles. Because that could have absolutely just mm. undone the whole game quite easily if miles wasn't mm. likable if miles wasn't relatable if you didn't understand who he was and, and get on mm. board with him quite quickly then mm. it's in trouble isn't it because yeah. a lot of people would have become accustomed to peter parker mm. not that we're particularly old in the grand scheme of things but those that grew up in the, in our time period would have as we said mostly only known of peter parker yeah so introducing a new character you sort of immediately got your back up who is this What's he all mm. about? And I will say the only thing that annoys about Miles is he's way too polite. Like he's too helpful. Like in the opening bit, he's helping people put their sofas up on moving. Like no one's yeah. doing that. I don't, don't care how polite you are. No he's one's, an all-round good guy. <laughs> he's a bit too much of a squeak. I want to see in the second one some real fire from him, but I suspect we won't get that. And it'll be Peter's yeah. the one who starts being a degenerate mentor. I don't, I don't know if it needs to be degenerate, but it's no. kind of like... You want to see this kind of at seventeen. You're kind of like flitting between. I wouldn't say flitting between characters, but you're. I think you're still figuring out who you are. Like, mm. and you're definitely at seventeen, not putting. You know, being this all-round good guy sort of thing. Not, I, being, I, the, not I, being Phil Spencer, are you? Friend of the show at that point. You yeah. Got, you haven't got the experience <laughs> yeah, to, to land that. But I no. think what they're trying to do is, is kind of like show that he's this generically just always wants to help people sort of thing. And I was, yeah. I was sort of a bit like, it was a bit cheesy for him to do that and sort of like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of like, it's a bit of an unnecessary way to, to introduce like him in the He's like strutting open. through the neighbourhood, saying hello yeah. to everyone. I'm like, one, people aren't that forthcoming and that, no. especially in New York, I'm not having it. No. I ain't, maybe Harlem's different, but I ain't having that. I reckon you get sworn out if you start trying to chat with people and, Smiling yeah, 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 and nodding yeah, yeah. and all that stuff, but <laughs> it's a video. You know, it's trying to set the the, the beat, isn't it? And show yeah. early on that he's a, he's a good he's a good fella, and um, it does have its own vibe. And I think most of that is down to to Miles and the people you you interact with. It does yeah. feel different from the 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 parent game, which you wouldn't expect because it shares so much so many similarities in terms mm. of just the basic controls, the movement. Miles perhaps feels a little bit different, feels a bit more agile a bit more wiry perhaps particularly when you're doing the tricks they're much more yeah, fluid yeah he's more loose isn't he yeah sort of, um, yeah he's more more um 
what's the word like flamboyant with yeah. how he does the well, words thing say he's tricky yeah. <laughs> trying to be tricky yeah <laughs> i think he is yeah he's like it does go to show and it's little things like that though that i think builds out the character it's kind of mm. like peter parker mid-20s or whatever he's just like i'm out here to get shit done whereas 17 yeah. year old miles is sort of still just sort of like it's all new to him he's like floating around a little bit like doing tricks and fa- fanning around like <laughs> a lot of the times you'll do just like random 360s in the air like and things yeah. like that and you're like yeah i can yeah. kind of I can, I, again, I think it's pretty good in just setting the difference between the two characters just beyond the skin. Like, yeah. Even when you do things like a stealth takedown, he's a bit more off balance when he pulls them up. Like He hasn't quite got his foot in and he's, he's a bit more, mm. you know, a bit scruffier. He still gets the job yeah, done. Is, yeah. But like you said, using the animations to kind of define a difference between the two. And I also think what really helps, which is a really small thing, but actually I think has a major impact, is the fact that it's, it's snowing. Because it completely changes the aesthetic of yeah. the city. We've been mm. swinging round Manhattan for thirty plus hours, and then you come into this. Yeah. And although it's the same architecture, it does mm. just feel different simply because they've it's snowing. You know, the, the lakes. Yeah, it's a in, nice little change. The lakes like nice, in Central Park yeah. are frozen over, so you don't have to worry about mm. plopping into them like you probably did all throughout the main game. <laughs> yeah. Fucking the slowest swimmer of all time is in Peter Park. I mean, miles ain't much better <laughs> if you fall into that fucking river, but. The, yeah, I the, know. The slowness of them is is an annoyance, but I think those those things are important because it could have just been oh here's a rerun, you know, his mm. his fifty quid's worth of half of, half the game, half the content, and it's a rerun. But I think they do more than enough to make it feel like its own thing. And um, I was actually struck about the visual upgrade was actually quite significant. Mm. When I looked at it, when I first put it on, I was like, this looks much better than what I've just been playing in the remastered version. And again, it might have been to do with the tone, i.e. the snow, and it just, perhaps my eyes were just thinking, well, that just looks prettier. But I think in general, there was a there was a significant boost having this go to PS5 and PS4 from the get-go rather than a PS4 game being remastered up. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't think it was like miles better. Yeah, yeah, um, get that soundboard up for the for Discord. <laughs> How'd you do it? Can you do it off this iPad? No, <laughs> little sound effect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it it, it definitely did. It, it looks better to me. Um, I still think it run pretty much the same. Obviously, as you say, it's the same yeah. like environment, just with a different weather effect. But yeah, I thought it run and, and looked really good. And um, I really enjoyed i don't know if i'd say i'd enjoy them i'd enjoyed them more but i did enjoy miles's gadgets like mm. and his powers i think are, are, are more interesting like he's got a wider range of powers than um than peter parker has and i think that in itself is is interesting um yeah but, they've you got the venom power which is obviously a play on words i would assume because of the Venom character lurking somewhere in this universe, yeah, as, yeah. as, you, as you'd imagine. But um, it's basically electric, isn't it? It's electrical charge. Bioelectricity. You, bio you can stun people with, and then if you yeah. hit them whilst they're stunned with the bioelectricity, they, they take more damage, and there's there's all sorts of different ways you can use it. So you, the focus bar is gone and replaced with a Venom bar, which is basically the, the, the electricity mm. charge, and you can unleash that to do finishes or, or powers. 
Um, one of the things that immediately caught me out though and wrong-footed me for the third time because I, you know, I said I've been for it three times, was that the finishes are combo-based rather than just the the focus bar or the venom yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. And mm. dodging adds to the combo though, which I'm not sure it did in the base game. I think you had to you had to pummel them. Dodging around would not mm. add an extra. Yeah, tick I don't to it. remember. And I must say that's that I found that somewhat difficult to manage even throughout the game because I was, I was so used to just building up that bar and then just unleashing back-to-back finishes yeah because you, know, you can bank two of them whereas this one it was like you could bank up to two if you got to the combo and I found myself getting hit a lot more with miles I don't know if that was intentional or if I just was poorer or the enemy types are less forgiving but I was very rarely was I getting to two banked finishes to take down a brute for example I'd have to electrocute the bastard but i do think the venom powers and the camouflage give you such a leg up that actually you're less inclined to sort of fall back to the the finishes because you can just unleash some absolute devastation with that venom and if you want to really thin the herd you've got you've got to get out claws in that camouflage to just get away from the situation and hide mm. i must admit um i thought i was being poor mm. but i did after a while i think there's I can't remember if there's a specific type of enemy, but I always got caught out by uh, the ones with shields. Yep. And because uh, I was like, uh, I, it take, my one complaint with the gameplay is it takes so long to take like guns and shields off of an enemy mm. that you basically have to ignore them, deal with everything else, and then go back for them. Or well, you get because, shot when you're trying to fucking get out of their hands. Yeah. Or so kicked up the arse. You have to tactically go about it a little bit, uh, and that doesn't normally. Like, I think it should be for hold triangle, like just instantly just whip it out his hand. I don't want to whip it around my head and do that. Like, I just <laughs> want it gone. Um, but I did sometimes. I got a bit better as the game went on at sort of understanding how much time I've got and stuff. But it's easy to get caught out because I think in spider-man a lot of them sit there finger up ass for a significant period of time yeah you don't find yourself doing a lot at once whereas in this they all sort of seem to want a piece of the action at the same time so sometimes I just found myself just mashing dodge just to, to keep yourself recover, out of trouble yeah keep myself out of trouble but the one thing i did like about the finisher metric is that often i'd find myself just instinctively doing the finisher in spider-man and then not having enough focus to heal Mm, and the yes. one thing I like about this being combo based is that I can still heal and do the combo if I need to. Yeah. Uh, the finisher, sorry, because it's com as you said, it was combo based. But that was the one thing that did annoy me in Spider Man is I just because it comes up with a prompt and my gamer instinct just wants me to do it. Like yeah. I can't like not, and then I'd go fucking hell. I didn't want to do that. I wanted. To, I didn't need to finish him. He was one hit from being dead anyway. And now I've yeah. used up my focus. Fluffed up. Um, so that. That I, I didn't. It didn't bother me, but you, you, it gave me a bit more license to actually get people out of the way yeah. rather than be worried about using it for healing. Yeah, that's fair um, enough. It does, it does. It does remove that conflict, doesn't it? And let you keep them. I and mean, if you lose the combo, it still holds it for. I think indefinitely yeah. until you until you fall out of combat. So it's not like you've got a rush to use it whilst you're on a on a high. I did want to touch mm. upon the camouflage because. Only for your sakes, I know you're not a stealth, in fact, you're anti-stealth yeah. in all video games, and obviously a camouflage mm. offers you the, or encourages you, I should, I should say, to um, mm. to delve into that particular um, way of playing. Did this annoy you, just because yeah. of the fact it was there? So, I have to be honest, like, I 
I actually think the way you can sort of clamber about up top and it sort of tells you whether the enemy is safe to, to take down or to... Wall takedowns, ceiling takedowns. Yeah, that was a bit sort of like... Uh, basically, the perch ones are my go-to. Like, if I could do a perch takedown, yeah. I'd always take that option. Um, but I was a bit annoyed by the camouflage. Like, I feel like on some of the camouflage, you should be able to be camouflaged, go up to someone that's not safe... Yeah. quote unquote to take down and just sort of do something that takes them down quietly and then i can sort of zip back up again i struggled to really find a beneficial use for the camouflage like mm. i basically never used it i'll tell you what i used it for and it was a complete passive usage there's a there's a visor ability or a, a split into two i can't remember what they're called now. you've got a visor and maybe a suit mod or going way around it is whatever it is you've got two yeah. mods or four mods i guess you can apply at any one time and they're split into two mm. categories one of them was if you, it will automatically enable camouflage yeah. if, if you get caught out and i thought i'll put mm-hmm. that on if i make a hash of it which i'm sometimes i'm not yeah. lying it would say safe so i did it and then it would activate the camouflage and i was like right so if i hadn't got that on i'd have been sitting here royally <laughs> fucked off or was the camouflage just yeah. trigger happy that time i don't know Maybe mm. needs to go back to Genki and get that fucking diagnostics run. You see, I saw, suss this out. So sometimes it says they're safe. I'd do it, but they'd sort of get the little exclamation mark. It wouldn't, attack- but it would, yeah, but mm. it wouldn't alert them. It just sort of, they'd just be a bit like, oh. Right. Like, so you know when it goes yellow? Yeah. So I noticed that because I did exactly the same thing. I was like, it'll get me out of trouble because I'd noticed a few times I was getting a bit sloppy with it. Mm. Um so I did that, but I started to realise that sometimes I'd do it and they would just notice like it wouldn't it wouldn't go the red exclamation mark where they, and it'd get everyone on board on you. It'd just go to yellow. So I was like, well, this is a waste of time because I wouldn't have been caught cool anyway. So mm-hmm. um, I did toy with that, but I just found it. I, I don't know. I just found it a bit pointless. Like there's one specific training. Um, I think it might, it might be like stealth one, one number three, one of the training yeah. things you do. And it's quite tricky. Like I failed it a couple of times trying to do it. I don't know if you did that. You must have done it where they're like under the bridge. Yeah. And yeah, so that one I was... To like get, yeah, 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 the hostages. And I was sort of trying to figure out the best way. I was sort of like, oh, I should be able to just camouflage and go and kill one that's by the hostage and it was just like no right. yeah. and i was like well what is the point in this if i can't sort of do get in there kill someone and get out like silently no. the, the time just... it was, the time it was useful was on one of those stealth challenges where you mm. had to disarm a bomb and you can disarm the bomb without being seen so that's when i used it most was i would uh. distract them away knowing that i probably wouldn't have enough time to get down there like in full mm. gear and disarm it, but I'd activate camouflage, get down there. They're walking back to see, in most cases, they would have seen me, but I was camouflaged, could mm. disarm the bomb and get out of there before it, it came back on. And yeah. also, if you do get in a pickle, using it just to get away from the action and going up high and hiding was a viable strategy, but that meant yeah. being a coward. So, I think just overall, it was just kind of a bit... Like, cause there's a whole arc for like yeah, there's skill yeah. I, I was, there's like a skill tree for it and i was like it's not, not a significant well, it, it was the last thing i upgraded because i was like there's not enough in my view i mean maybe if you ramp the game up in terms of difficulty 
it might be a much yeah. more viable way of dealing with them. But I was like, I just don't understand at this difficulty that I'm doing it. Like, I can basically take on anyone and win that battle anyway. Like, the good thing about the bioelectricity and the venom power and stuff is that you can just deal with yeah. so many enemies at once. Yeah. Like, it, it really does let you do that. So I was a bit... You know, when you're sort of playing something, you're like, it's really encouraging me to do something with this, but it doesn't really tell me the best way to use it. Mm. And I was like, I, yeah, I was just a bit sort of like non-fussed by it. It, it. it just didn't add a huge amount to my gameplay, I don't think. But maybe that's my style, as you've said before. All guns are blazing or nothing. Well, part of the good thing about being a bloody Spider-Man is you do that. Like, yeah. We're not playing Metal Gear Solid, like we're playing Spider-Man. So why would you want to go around camouflaged and silently taking people down? Like it doesn't really lend very well, in my view, to the overall way that Spider-Man should quote unquote be portrayed. So I was a bit sort of like the character and the power and its utilization in the game didn't really all sort of marry up too well. I mean, I'm, I don't. I'm not bothered by it. It doesn't really affect me, but I was a bit like... Mm. Useless. Don't get camouflage. That's what we're saying here. What did you think about some of the power... Or some of the, yeah, some of the powers and the abilities that you get, this time being unlocked by doing challenges rather than just levelling up your character? There's like... I think there's nine in, that you unlock mm. as you do these little... little um, sort of AR challenges that Pete's left behind to help with your training, basically. I thought that was a yeah. nice, in, a, more, a bit more of an interesting way of getting specific types of abilities rather than just levelling up and assigning it as and when I decide to get it. Like, there was... They were kind of split into their three different trees of, like, stealth, combat. Mm. I can't remember what the other one was. Maybe it's gadgets or something. And then you'd, yeah. you'd unlock either a, a buff of an existing power or perhaps a brand new sort of ability altogether. Yeah, I liked that. I liked the fact that I could go off. There's a reason to do sure. them rather than just collect tokens. Yeah. Um, so I pretty much went off off the bat. And it's like, well, I might as well just do this now. Yeah. Like, and just tick them all off and got them done Get a leg straight up. away. Because Yeah, well, then I can play the whole game with all my, basically, all my powers. I mean, obviously, as you level up, you get extra melee power. Power, yeah. is that the right word? Like, and yeah. extra life and health and stuff. So you do level up. But I thought... Like little things, little quality of life things that I liked having played Spider Man so fast, so recently, sorry, was being able to like recover, do quick recoveries and launch off stuff and it, all that kind of stuff, which, which I kind of just use in my getting around and how I'm taking people down and stuff. I was like, oh, I can have all of that off the bat. I don't yeah. have to go around and wait for it until it's too late. Um, see, I quite, I, I must admit, I liked how the game was structured. Hmm. Like, I preferred the fact that if I wanted to do these ad hoc crimes, I could get a crime, to I could get an activity token mm. and use it, or I could just go off and do side missions and main missions and get them that way and then use them how I want. Yeah, I think, I, I think there's only two like currencies, that. isn't there? There's like tech token and activity tokens, yeah. whereas yeah, the last yeah. one had base tokens, it had challenge tokens, it had crime tokens. And, and combinations of upgrades were locked behind three or four different yeah. currencies. Where this has just got two flat ones, and yeah. you'll you'll get more tokens, and you can you need to unlock everything as well. It's not not asking you to do absolutely everything. Yeah. Um, and what helps, I think, if you are looking to clear down crimes in particular, is that app that you can use. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, you, yeah. You can access the side quests. You can access mm. the not well. I guess they are side quests. The other sort of like activities that are in and around Harlem and, and across mm. across Manhattan. And you can just trigger a crime. Say, for example, you wanted to get you know all the challenges, all the optional challenges done, on all the crimes. You could easily just trigger the one that you've missed the couple on and go out and do it. Mm. So. Yeah, that's yeah. that's something that undoubtedly, well, I've, I've seen it. It will get carried forward because it's so it's so much easier to interface with the world rather than the world telling you what to do. One thing I request is that at some point I want to be able to turn off patrol mode where I'm getting disturbed randomly. So look, I don't, look uh, let 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 Miles handle that. And if I'm playing as Peter, I'm I don't want to be distracted by them saying, "Oh, someone's getting mugged." Well, I'm just trying to do other to it. So I hope there's an option just sort of to turn off that part of the app. But I suspect you'll be forced because they'll be like, well, that's, that's the life of a hero, isn't it? Constantly spinning, spinning plates. I'm like, yeah, but there's no, there's no, there's no disadvantage to leaving these fucks because there ain't, is there? Just they just disappear after a while. There's no, there's no punishment for just hanging people like out to dry. The, you don't like the guilt. You don't like the fact that you have to go. Sorry. No. I'm, I'm swinging oh, quiet. Go oh, see you later. Because no, because I go to every crime. That's why it costs me time. Oh, you do. Most of them. There was a couple of times yeah, when yeah. I didn't. Because one time on the way there, it disappeared, and I was like, "Well, police must have got there before me." But, if it's far enough away, if it's on the way, yeah, I'll do that's, it. That's what I should have done. I have to go out of my way. I, I'm just like, no, not doing it. So yeah. I've I've got a system that I've allowed that means if it's. If it's like less than a hundred meters, or some, if it's on the wild, if it's on route, I'll do it. If not, soldier. Well, that, you got to draw the line somewhere. I can't help everyone all the time. Well, that'll be my head cannon for Spider-Man Two. Is that the other Spider-Man's doing it? Because yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you can only control one at a time. So I'll be like, yeah. oh, Peter's picking that one up. Hopefully, yeah. but no, the apps the app is useful because it lets you replay stuff. It lets you just access the crimes you need. Yeah. Ironically, you don't really need to clear down all the crimes in this one. I don't think for a district hundred percent. So, the first game really could have done with this because you're forever roaring around those districts waiting for them to trigger. Whereas, just yeah. being able, just being able to trigger them would have been handy. But you know, at least they sussed it out this time around. Went right. Maybe maybe that'll be ported forward. Um, I didn't notice any time of day inconsistencies. So I didn't go into a side quest and it suddenly just was the black of night. And I was like, what's happened here? It was daytime. Then when I exited it, that it would be daytime again. Um, so that was a tick in the box. The minus in the box was that these these suits just... For, I don't know, a side mission, all right? Through the whole thing, I was wearing a, a new suit, okay? And it was a new suit that was given to me as a reward for finishing a quest line. So it weren't just an off-the-path shitter. It was like, in the world, yeah. someone... I got this suit from doing it, and I was like, okay, that at least that feels like a real one. Anyway, go. I'll do this side mission. It takes about 20 minutes. I'm in the suit the whole way through. At the very end, I'm just like saying, they're saying, thanks, Spider-Man. It's put me back in the classic suit. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, I noticed this, didn't I? I had to restart sure it. <laughs> In that other suit? Yeah. I'd go back, put the classic suit on and finish the side quest again. It forced me to basically do the whole game if I'm doing in missions classic in the classic suit. suit. Yeah. Because I liked a couple of the other ones that are pretty cool. And I'd, I think I've said to you before about my... I like to do a mission in yeah. a suit when I unlock it. If it's not completely ridiculous anyway. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I, I noticed it did that to me. I say you do the whole mission in a suit, and then the cutscene's fixed to classic, and I'm like, that's it, sloppy. It is sloppy. Like, Come on, don't do that to me because I'm not going to use them. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know why though. I don't know why because they've sussed it in in Spider Man. So I don't know why in Miles Morales they've not got this coded. It's it's, but I I don't think it was on all of them. It was no. only on. Some. That's the or inconsistency. Maybe one or two. Yeah, yeah. If it was just all the time, it'd be fine. But it's not. But like you said, I, in the end, I was like, well, if I'm doing just random crimes, that's the the, the sort of new suit I've just unlocked. But mm. any anything involving talking to a human and it being any anything close to a quest, I have to go back to the classics, which wasn't too bad. It's quite. It's actually quite a nice little arc, isn't it? it where, is, you, where you get yeah. to work towards getting that suit and you, and you finally kind of get it and unlock it it feels mm. like oh Miles has kind of arrived now yeah because um, you start off in this weird like hodgepodge of stuff and then Peter gives yeah. you this, this shit out even that shit suit that Peter garbage. gives him I was like oh we're going to get the black suit and no. it's like no and I was like what is this yeah. yeah I was like as soon as I had, I'm pretty sure that what happened when I played it was that when I unlocked that, I noticed that the classic spider suit was already there. Mm. So I just went and put it on because I was like, I hate this suit so much. I can't. Oh, you know what that would have been? It. That would have been the advanced suit. There's a. Yes. There's, yeah. there's, which looks frighteningly the same to the classic suit. I mean, yeah. there is some differences, but that I noticed that as well that it was unlocked. And I was like, is that the suit that you get? Like, not it's not far into the game. Yeah. Um, and uh, it wasn't. And I was like, okay, it must be some weird bonus or just insta unlock mm. which again ronnie's not going to accept in ed cannon because yeah no, miles ain't no. earned it so that got hung out to dry that one um it does give you and it's gonna have another ronnieism i felt like it gave me some opportunities to clear down some to occasionally it's not a very long game actually if you just did the main story beats four hours maybe longer uh. maybe maybe five I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, it I, feels like it's, it's like less say. than ten missions in total. And, yeah, um, it's it, probably not. Not, and they're not all super combaty no, either. No. Um, so yeah, I think maybe five hours. I'd say. Yeah. I mean, five or you, six hours if tops. You, if you mainlined it, but I think you're doing the game mm. a dis- doing yourself a disservice doing that. But I know there's people out there that want to do that. But I felt like it was. It wasn't as urgent, other than a couple of times. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that. If there's certain scenarios where it feels like, right, move, don't be f- fanning around, fucking finding mixtapes. I'm like, yeah, of course not. This this seems quite quite important to get this bit done. Um, another little game that I introduced myself was after you finished like a random crime, mm. it, it brings up like the little app interface. It just goes, a little music gives you like your XP breakdown. But Miles goes to slow motion. So my aim was, as soon as the crime finished, was to try and get him to do a trick or to flip off something so that when the uh, slowdown happened, it was, it was like slowly... slow Yeah, it was harder than you think to try and time that because I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd always get it wrong. But um, yeah, I've got some drawbacks to quickly mention. Yeah. Button prompts. And when I mean button prompts, I mean when you try and interact with a computer or something in the world. I don't know what I happened here. Is- I thought that was me. No, they're fiddly <laughs> as fuck, aren't they? 
Yeah. You're on top of it and it's not coming up. But I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. I found that in Spider-Man sometimes. It was, a, it was similar, yeah. 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 You're absolutely right. Um, I, I think I liked the the sort of the collectible stuff in general, but those sound samples, I've never known a poorer collectathon side, whatever you want to call it, in all my life. That really is a sack of shit. Some of them were fucking hard to figure out what... Well, like- because they were asking you to do things that would never never part of any sort of training you just sort of act it's like fucking playing zelda suddenly you have to figure it out yourself <laughs> luckily it fucking tells you if you take too long because it happened a couple of times to me yeah like i got as i went through because as i do as i've explained already i can i tend to go right i'm getting all of them yeah and then i'll fly around and get them all um and there's i think there was one of them where I was like perched on top and he was like, go in the subway. Or he was giving me a clue to go in the subway. And I was like, there ain't a fucking entrance nah. to a subway in the area that you've permitted me. Yeah. I was like, honestly, I was getting so fucked off. I was like, why am I doing this as a collectible? But like, I should basically have it. I should just be able to go there and it's there. I shouldn't yeah. have to do all this work. It was I, really look, bothering me. I don't mind it if the whole game's like that. If the game itself is built around those types of interactions, then fine. But yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. ain't that game. Like, Zelda no. is that game. So immediately you sort of play it and you're like, oh, this is, you know, it's puzzle solving mm. at a higher level. Yeah. This, this is not what Spider-Man's all about. So no. I won't have... Look, that's more me getting grumpy because I got stumped. And really... No, I did. I, I that's why we're annoyed like... about it because we got caught out and we didn't like being made to feel stupid. That's the well, only no, reason. Well, no, because it's like, oh, it'll be really obvious. And wow. you go there thinking it'll be really obvious, and then sometimes it just weirdly isn't. So I ended up just sort of scanning everything until I lucked out. Like, I was like, I'm not yeah. going to keep doing this. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's, I was lucky there's only a few of them. Like, it's not yeah. hugely onerous. It's not like it was just 50 a bit fucking like, photos that we had in Spider-Man. It's like 10 I, or 12. Can I just say, I was glad that there was a limited number <laughs> yeah, of it. Because it, I... Yes. I I, it, Spider-Man, I did it as I went, so yeah. I, it was okay. But like, and there was even twenty like secret photos. There's like seventy photos or something that you need to take. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, whereas they didn't have any of that, so I was quite quite pleased to see all that of, took on. A little bit of restraint always goes a long but way. I said I sent you a message earlier. You said how long did it take? And I sent you a picture. Right, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "There is an achievement in this game for visiting your dad's grave." Yeah, so I thought, "Well, that will be clearly marked out." I had no problem finding Uncle Ben's. Fuck me, did I have some trouble? For I was scouring this graveyard was for you using, fucking ages. Was you using the scanner? You know, you, you click R three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because it yeah. comes. It, it shows. Was... It shows it yellow highlight. It did a mine nah. anyway. So I found uh, it by I, I, luck, was but to... it was early on. But I saw because it was marked yellow on my screen. No, but... it, I, it, there was no way of identifying it. It's a big so old graveyard as well. So there's a lot flying of around. around. I had to, in the end, I had to take it by sections, and because I was like, there'll be flowers, there'll be something on it. <laughs> Why didn't that you just look it up? <laughs> because I, can't, I was like, no, I, I'm going to do this. Like, but I had to scale the whole graveyard section by section i'd sort of like tick it off in my head to go right done that bit done that yeah. bit eventually i found it but good lord they made that hard work for me well I've got a trophy attached it to it. Be, can't, can't be easy uh, might be user error but i still struggled with that 
I you mentioned the story earlier. I think I yes on the whole agree, but I well I liked the personal side of the story, like the people that you interact with, but mm-hmm. how that manifests into enemies and villains, not so much the underground. What's that? What's that? What's the fucking other firm called? Ro- not Roblox. Rocks. Roblox. Not Roblox. Rocks on yeah. like yeah. tutors, and then the antagonists of them, like Roxon, just a caricature of just like okay, not very interesting at all. I just didn't find the the villain mm. or the super villains or the lack of, I should say, to be particularly interesting. But I did find. Rhino out again. Stop well, it. Yeah, I don't know why he's getting the limelight out again. He's he's loving life, getting a resurgence. But that was my criticism, I think, of it, is that I found them just not that compelling, especially considering what we got yeah. in the, the original. And I'm not expecting there to be fucking half a dozen of them roaring round, but mm. even though, yeah, I just didn't... It didn't quite I didn't really understand Roxxon. I was like, I, can't, where, I know yeah, why where's, they're there. Where's but... this, also, where's this come from? Like... I felt like it made me criticise the original game for not dropping more breadcrumbs for this. Because as far as yeah. I remember, I don't remember them being mentioned at all. No. They've just rocked up in the last six months, booted up these fucking clean power reactors yeah, and are starting know, to cause yeah. problems. And I'm like, well, you knew where you were going. So why not give some level of setup? Just a little JJJ podcast. Maybe there was, maybe we missed it. But no, I mean, it, also, all, it all felt a bit out of the blue, and I was a bit like, right, I know time's moved on, but I don't think it's moved mm. on that much. But. Yeah, why? Yeah, I, I, I found the rocks on thing a bit like I kind of get where you're going with it, because you say it's sort of the lack of groundwork that this has just cropped up whilst Pete's yeah. out of town, like, and it wasn't a like, do you know what I mean, though? It's a bit like weren't being tracked or bothered okay. about a week ago, yeah. <laughs> Clearly something sinister going on when that thing's going to be, have been erected over the last six months. Yeah, I know. No one's banned um, an island. But even the underground, like... Yeah. They just nicked all of... They basically... I don't know if you noticed, but they basically just ju- justified it because they moved into fixed Fisk Tower and just stole all his money. I was like... Yeah. Was, this, is the, this is the thing. We had a DLC pack, three lots of DLC for the original. I'm surprised there was nothing... Yeah. None of this in there to... Just uh, string it along. Like it almost felt like they said, Right, now what do we do? And someone went Yeah. Like, put their arms shrugged their shoulders at it and come up with this. They so. needed saying to introduce Miles, but I feel like you could have introduced Miles in Yeah. In the other story arts or just binned off the last one. Like I yeah. I just find I found it a bit strange. I I saw my brain just went, All right, yeah. like fine. Like if this is what we're doing, there's no mob, there's mm. no fisk, there's no any of this, like but it was it just felt like reskinned mob or yeah what well, it, it reskinned probably demons and stuff like that's basically what it was yeah um but i agree it was a bit i liked i i did like the way that they built out the characters and the enemy and stuff but i agree like the overall grunts yeah like mm. not much going on but you know you can't win them all it's never going to be up there with the last of us or God of War or something like that. Even though it could, possibly could one day. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd mm. argue the re- Spider-Man remaster was better than what it needed to be in that department. Kind of overachieved with certain things, but this mm. one probably wasn't. I don't think quite as strong. But then I said on the personal side, it was probably better in a way. 
you know, the people I, closest I, are in, in and around miles. I was like, that's actually, these, this is actually, yeah. And having, you mentioned Genki at the beginning, like just having him as a sidekick throughout mm. is just a nice thing to have rather than MJ and Peter always bickering about fucking something that they've miscommunicated about. This was just like wholesome. Yeah. Like their relationship's very wholesome, if yeah. a bit cheesy, but I did like all the, I like the way they've built all of that out. I think, you know, they've clearly, the focus was on, was clearly for me on building out, um, Miles's character and the characters of those around him, mm. and the enemies and the story was kind of there to facilitate that. Yeah. Like, I, whereas in some games it's the other the other way round, where like that overarching story is the important bit, and throughout that, like a bit like in just in with Peter Parker, like you already know Peter Parker, yeah. so the focus is on the story. Whereas I felt like this was very focused on building out Miles, his mum. Ganky, obviously, um, I've forgotten her bloody name now. Finn, yeah. like just building out these characters, I think was what they were trying to do, and it lays the groundwork to understand perhaps why Miles is 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 a certain way, or or, or you know, gives some backstory to whatever might come in the future. And that's yeah. no spoiler. I'm not leading breadcrumbs. I've no idea what's coming next, but it no. might be important for them to do that. Yeah. We'll see how it all pans out, I guess, once the sequel arrives. Anything you wanted to touch upon? Any major or minor things that we haven't spoke about? No, I mean, it, you know, it's very much a, you pick it up. It's, you know, we, we've both played it immediately after playing yeah. through Spider-Man and all the DLC. And I guess the biggest compliment was that I wanted to. Like, yeah, I still yeah. wanted to play through it. Like, I said to you, oh, I'm going to give it a couple of weeks or whatever but within a few days i was done and i was like i actually wanted to play it and i really enjoyed the gameplay and the story and uh, i thought it was a really fun game to play yeah um so there's a couple of minor grumbles i think that both you and i have had that we want sorted for next time but overall yeah i thought it was a really really enjoyable experience the one thing that i wanted to say was the danica Cast, or it's called, the <laughs> I've Danicast. got a note here. Ask Logan about Danicast. Yeah, surely you hated bit, that. I was a bit like, Bye. "Where's JJ gone?" Yeah, just, he's still there lurking. But... I know, but he made a point. He was like, "Oh, does Peter just listen to this?" Like, basically, once it, yeah, like yeah. narcissistic. Like, he said something about him, and I was like, "Why does he subscribe to this?" Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, because it's it's J Jonas Jameson." Like, it's it's you got to listen to him. He is like a key part of Spider-Man. Um, wow. And he's still there. But yeah, I was a bit... I, I used to enjoy listening to the, the, the JJJ stuff. But the Danny cast, I was a bit like... Mm. And then you all of a sudden you start doing a few things for like and collaborate. And I was a bit like... I, 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 who are I you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was a bit Maybe kind of like, who are you? It might be because it's one of these new characters that's been around in the newer universes yeah. that we just aren't aware of but um yeah i mean i suppose it stops because i found J- <laughs> triple j insufferable in this one they felt like his ones were too long and i was like oh, shut up mate he's getting on my nerves a little bit i don't know if that was the point a bit or, self-indulgent of jj, JJ which, which, is, which felt j. fine in the re- in the original but for some reason, this one, I felt like they might have over, just turned him up just a bit too far. Like he was on like an mm. eight, eight before and they just put him up to a nine or a ten. That was what, sort of my tipping point. And 
regardless of what Miles says, you can unsubscribe from it. Oh, actually, you can. You can unsubscribe from it in the, in the mm. menu. I didn't, obviously, because I might have missed no. a bit of law, because that can't happen, can it? Um, the amount of those got cut off. But, yeah, that is... Um, I suppose it's, a, it's to... Um, stop <laughs> just getting bombarded with that fucking moron but i do I, I still enjoy his little like rants i guess you can call them yeah um but yeah i just didn't find her as uh charismatic. well no i mean it's just the material it's just, it's just a bit sort of like nice again it sort of just fits into that nice yeah. thing doesn't it where <laughs> yeah, it's no... oh spider-man's so good like yeah the, the idea of being a hero is that not everyone He's going to see you that way. Ooh, and, uh, well, I know. It's like, can we just get out of Miles' He's arse our Spider-Man! Oh, come it was on. his fault that Rhino got out and well, he gets away with it. That's what, Spoilers. That's what JJJ that. said. That is, um, fortunately, the first mission of the game. Um, yeah, it's not key to the plot, really. Fact, but, I think um, they showed that off at the, one of their opening demos, but... No, I forgot about that and I'd, I did have a note for it. I have to mention, actually, I did have some technical grumbles again. Only did twice, you? though, throughout... What did I play this for? Maybe 12 hours? Because I did 100%. Mm. Um, I had... I think it's what they call a soft lock. So I went to do one of the Venom powers. Like when It unlocked a new one. was like, try it out. And it f- it froze. Yes. Like, oh, you had this. Miles yes. froze. And I you, forgot about this. All the sound was going off. No one was moving, but the music was going. Din, 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 yeah. din. And he was I talking, did. like going, whoa, look at this power. Like, nothing's moving, mate. <laughs> I thought it was part of the, the, the effect and it would all just kick off. But I sat there for 40 seconds. Like, Hang on, this ain't working. I couldn't get out of it. So that happened once. And yeah. then... Right at the end again, I don't know what it is at these games, but I'm just trying to get over the line. I, I think this is part of the way I play it. Like I'm forever, like, I'm so fast, because I know how to do things, like, with my eyes closed. I'm in the menu, then I'm going to the pause, I'm putting a map marker, I've just finished the crime, then I'm doing my little flippy thing, then I'm do- and I did it, I went to the map one time, as something had just triggered over, like a, 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 like a collectible I just got, and I got stuck in the map and couldn't get out of it. Huh. So I had to restart oh, the game. And again, I, it just auto-saved because I'd just finished mm. gathering a collectible. But um, I only had two examples this time rather than like when the game wouldn't function for <laughs> for an hour of, yeah, the, of the game. Yeah. But it sounds like you had the same sort of soft lock issue when you I went did. to, to I trigger a power. I bet your bollocks is in the same place. I, I reckon that's a known or yeah, quite a, yeah, yeah. a semi-common thing, but I thought I'd best mention it. Um, but... Not nowhere near as, as as egregious as what I had in remaster, that's for sure. So mm. Miles tending to be let off the hook there, but not one hundred percent clean. Which again, I'm not. Usually these Sony games are pretty much buttoned up, but that's a couple in a row here, both from Insomniac. Mm. I'm like, little, yeah, might be overcritical, sure, but just keep an eye on it. I don't want the second one coming out and going through that toss because, like I said with the first one. This is this ain't getting any more patches. They've done it. Yeah, they've got feet up on it, so it should be all buttoned up. But yeah, I can still be finding them. Hire me for QA. Actually, don't awful pay and terrible hours. Um, gaming gallery. Yes. Is it going to go in? Yes. How do you want to? What level of seal of approval? <laughs> award? Whatever the fuck we call this thing. Gold, silver, platinum, bronze. Don't know why I did it in that order. Confuse everyone. Um, I don't really know with this one. Scared. 
He wants to see. Feel, it's, it's what I think. He wants to give it gold, but he doesn't feel it's substantial enough. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's, but is that? I, I mean, what? I still did thirty odd hours in this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I spent. I spent. I mean, I don't know how much that was. Pause. It shouldn't be that much. I did no. spend quite a bit of time in this game because I enjoyed it and I did like it and I thoroughly enjoyed the story. But it feels. I mean, I pound, know, it's a, pound for pound, it's probably better than the original. Like a lot of yeah. some of the, like the 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 cry, like it's there's less faff, there's less annoyances, there's less collectible to it. Yeah, but then it comes back. Like we always keep saying these games are too bloated, and then when we get offered a more leaner experience, here we are squinting at it. Yeah, is that, is, I mean, is that, is look, that enough? I don't. I think I I I have to give it a gold, and I don't mm. mean that. I have to, but I think. There's it's it's so obviously for for obvious reasons so similar to Spider Man. Um, I think the personal story is better, mm. um, but I think that the overall kind of enemy story is worse and feels a little bit soulless. But the powers are like like the combat was good and solid. It looks great. Um, see, I think I've, I'll I'll give it a gold as well in line with. With Spider-Man, I don't see how I can give that a gold and this not. Like, I think for what it is, and I played it, you know, I haven't even got a cost basis to say I paid X amount for Spider-Man, X amount for Miles Morales, because I played them both on, on my, with my PS Plus subscription. So, mm. yeah, I think it, 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 it's just as good. I liked it. Yep, fair enough. I'm going to give it a silver because... Because of those very minor soft locking issues, I think, mm. and because of the elements I didn't quite like on the story front, I felt like it was lacking in that one area. Also, I had this weird thing happen. I had two weird things. I don't know whether the, one of one of them's definitely shouldn't have happened, but the other thing I don't know, and I'd be interested to see whether I can farm that memory of yours which i know is unreliable to see whether i can get to the bottom of it (laughs) you're right it definitely is so the first thing that absolutely shouldn't have happened was i got to the end of a um like a side activity you know maybe you've got six things to do and then some of some of them at the end of it is like oh you've done those six things now there's like a seventh final thing and that's where you get your reward like it might be just go here and find something it might be doing a specific task it could be a number of things so anyway i did these six things and then yeah. the marker comes up for the seventh thing, like the additional task for you to go and do. I go and do it, handle it, it's fine. And, you know, I forget about it. About six hours later, I get a call from Pete saying, ah, you've done those six things. There's a new seventh thing for you to go and do. I'm like, what? I've done it, you fucking prat. So at some point, the game forgot to give me the voice trigger to tell me to go and do the seventh thing. So obviously the Ronnieism that annoyed me because I was like, "Well, how's that? Yeah, yeah. How have I known to go there?" And then I couldn't. I wasn't going to reset five hours of a progress over that. But <laughs> when that happens, it gets dinged for that. The second yeah. thing was, for some reason, so I did. There's, there's a number of side quests, and I think a couple of them have like two, maybe three stages to them. Like you do one part of the side quest, then you continue the story, and it unlocks a second sort of follow up or a conclusion to it. So I did the side quests as soon as they were open, pretty much. And then they just disappeared. There was no follow-up until the until after I'd finished the main game. 
And now I don't know if that's how the game is structured and whether you can remember doing those um, or whether the game locked me out of them inadvertently and didn't show them. And the only reason I say that second point is because at one point when I was swinging round, I was hitting that scan button and it was bringing up a marker for one of the names of the second side side quests, but it weren't on the map. It was just mm. showing up in, in the world, but I was ignoring it because I couldn't figure out exactly where it was. And the little name was popping up in the mission bit. Mm. And then the main mission ticked mm. over and it said, right, come and do this. It disappeared. Once I'd finished with all that, suddenly three or four side missions appeared on the map. And I was like, I wonder whether they got froze out by accident or whether that's intentional that you don't finish them off until after the main story. Yeah, so I had um, I had a couple of side quests that rocked up after the main story, but okay. I thought that was by design. Fine. Yeah, I didn't see that as... Because I, 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 I did the game, got the got the credits, then had a couple of these side quests rock up, and I was like, mm. oh. Like, that's... Uh, it seemed a bit odd, because it's like, why would I get... But I guess those credits can roll when the main story's done. Like, yeah. you don't have to do the side stuff. So I was like, oh, maybe this is just kind of like nice little way to end the game or sort of closing out a few bits. So I, was like, I didn't really notice that. But one thing that did happen was, and I don't think it's necessarily at the same point as I think I know what you're talking about. Um, mm. I remember, I don't know whether it was just when I loaded the game up again after doing it or whether something happened and it sort of jibbed out. I can't quite remember. I don't think there was any jibbing, but basically <laughs> I did this kind of final bit yeah. And then it come up. I reloaded the game at one point, and it come up saying that you got to go and do it. Yeah. And I was like, Which you, I've I already done it. I must say, I didn't have to go and do it again, but it was just the game mechanically thought I hadn't done it, and it was telling right, me to go and do it. And it did come up for a little yeah, while, yeah. then disappeared. Mm. So at some point, something in the back end when he's done that, it, yeah. So it wiped itself I, off. For some reason when I did it, I can't remember what happened, but basically, I thought, oh, I've like done something here that's upset it yeah um and i basically went back to that point where the side quest was because i was like oh have i finished it or have yeah. i not like, i think what I, what might have happened was i was waiting to go out or something mm. so i did what i thought was the end of the mission and then just like exited the game when i come back to it again i had this kind of like prompt that come up to go back there i was like oh Maybe I didn't do it then. So, yeah, I went back through it and it was just asking me to redo it. So I was like, no. And I just left the area and it disappeared and that was that. But I was a bit like, I assumed that was because I had up, I, I hadn't quite finished that quest. Yeah. Not that it jibbed out, but maybe it's just a, a jib. Yeah. Mine definitely was because it, it was yeah. asking me to go and do it. And then it came up and disappeared. As for the side missions, I'll let it off for that, but it's still getting a silver. And that's the end of yeah, that yeah, it's fine, yeah. decision. Well, it better be. There's no there's no independent reviews on these. So once they're in, they're in. That's, that's what people have to deal with. Anyway, we're going to close down this particular episode of Idle Game Chat. I hope you enjoy tuning in. And uh, we'll look forward to Spider-Man 2 in the near future. Yeah. But... Oh, just quickly, is that yes. a day? Is that a day one for you, or is it a wait and see approach? Because it'll be a seventy UK pounder if it is. It feels like it could be a day oneer, mm. but 
It depends what else I'm drawn into. I mean, yeah. it's, it doesn't have to be a day one for me, I think is where I'm at. I mean, I've penciled it in to say I'll be playing that. But if it comes out and it's, it's a bit rough or something, I'll happily wait. Yeah, it needs to be looked at, doesn't it? Take mm. into consideration in case there's problems. But yeah, I mean, barring that, I'm basically in, so... Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be there for it, I think. I don't see why I wouldn't be. No, absolutely not. Right, nothing more for us to say other than thanks for your time and ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.